All right, where we left off, you guys had just taken out the two blood-raging turkeys. We are in the stuffing chamber, um, in which, uh, actually, could I have you guys please rename yourself really quick to your character name, because I had seemed to have forgotten uh, most of the character names. I almost called uh, Dashiell Mycroft, which I know is not <laughs> correct. <laughs> Sherlock's brother. Where'd I put that? Give me, give me one minute. Yeah, no, go, go for it. Uh, let's, let's get this started strong. We'll, we'll cut this out in post. <laughs> I just realized that I spelled teeth wrong in my uh, character sheet, but actually that fits because I'm a goblin. I'll rename myself again. Right, you're like Craglet, not Mycroft. Or Craggle. There we go. Spelled wrong. Oh, wait. All right. I shall further ruin my spelling. Oh. <laughs> so, just for my own edification, we have Fang, Irene, Namul, Garut. Cronk, a Cronkin, that's right, and a Craglet. All right, so Craglet, as you uh, scoop up some of the stuffing to round off that uh, little bit of turkey that you guys have divided amongst yourselves, um, you guys look around and see that Vincent is nowhere in sight. He's probably um, cowering in fear <laughs> or horrified. I start uh, looking around, calling Hey, Vincent. There's no reply. I, um, can I say he was a demon turkey? I knew it. He joined them. I say, if he is a demon turkey, then we'll be eating good. I say, don't say that. He might be listening in on us right now. Well, if he's not a demon turkey, where is he? Which turkeys are we talking about? Sorry, I have my headphones Vincent. off. Oh, where's Vincent? Vincent who has been your guide up until now you seem to in the heat of battle have lost him and his location uh yeah i guess i will scour the room uh oh. can i make a constitute can i make a perception check uh and i'm looking in the direction of the boat like um yeah i'm looking uh in the direction of the boat Okay, yeah. Uh, so that'll be perception for you. Mm -hmm. uh, hey, did I bang, mention that I and, uh, and Craglet. Oh, yeah, I'll just Craglet, do you did harvest some of the mushrooms. Um, Craglet, how are you looking? Like, are you looking about the room? Are you walking about? Um, yes, I'm walking and, like, looking okay, at, then, uh, trying to investigate um, every square inch of this room. Give me an investigation, then. Um, I got a nat 20 on my perception. Okay. Okay. All right. Investigation Fang. 14. Fang, I will be giving you a little private message of what you see. Okay. Oh, okay. It's got a nat 20 on on investigation. Been the same investigation. Thing. Nice. I will uh let me type out this out to Fang really quick and then I'll I'll share with you guys. Can I roll perception and look around the room to see if Vincent's there? Absolutely. Go for it. I rolled a 19 on perception. 
Okay, so um, starting with the uh, the perceptions for people looking around the room, um, no sign of Vincent uh, by just doing a uh, casual glance. Craglet, as you are walking around investigating, you see that some of the stuffing is kind of lifted up in some areas. Um, you do see that uh, in some areas, it almost looks like little burrows have been made um, that you probably couldn't fit in yourself, even even in your small size. They look they look just slightly smaller than a, than what a goblin could fit into. But um, it, it seems maybe like a, like a turkey uh, Vincent size might have been able to fit into one of these burrows. Wait, Vincent um, smaller than a goblin? Yes, he's not he's not as large as the uh, the blood rager turkeys. Um, um wait, I say we, too? Should, we should have the we should have the Goliath dig a, dig the hole bigger. Goliath. Well, I see um, these tunnels too. Since I got like a, I got nat twenty for investigation. Um, you oh, you also investigated and perceived. Yes, you would you would find these as well for sure. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Um. Actually, can can Keone and Kellen turn up like turn up their audio like their no their mic because they sound really quiet to me. Ah! I do not Better. believe I can, and I know quiet to us. What to me? Does this do they sound quiet Very to anyone else? Yeah, they don't I sound quiet, quiet to me. If I sound well, my, quiet, my computer's on. My volume's on full. Hmm. My volume's at like twenty-eight. <laughs> I beat that fourteen. Oh, I can still hear you guys at. My volume. Well, I can hear you. I can hear you guys fine at eight. Ha. I keep. Okay, can we can we stop comparing volume levels and? Uh, it's just hard to hear, Tony. Okay, yeah, we'll, yep. we'll edit this part out. Yeah. Um, okay. What what were we trying to do? So just uh, recognize the existence of some uh, some burrows hidden in the stuffing where it gets kind of lumpy around the edges of the room and uh, some of these burrows are hidden in the folds of the stuffing itself. Uh, how many are there? Uh, would a three there's, foot uh, There's three of them. Uh, one is on the back east wall, one is on the back north wall, and then there's one in between them on like the northeast section. Um, uh, the, the room is relatively, uh, it's mostly like an oval with a small little tunnel leading out to where the boat crashed um, and, and landed beached on the uh, on the stuffing shore uh, on the inside of the cave, if you will. How tall is Vincent? Vincent was a pretty scrawny turkey uh, coming up to about uh, a foot and a half tall, pretty thin, kind of looked like almost like a beat up chicken more than a turkey. Um, it was only some of the phys physical features that really let loose um, and, and available that it was a turkey. Can I roll survive to like look down and investigate for tracks to see which one, which tunnel um, Vincent might have gone down? Yes, you can. Okay. Hang on. We just lost Shay. Okay, I got a 17. You got a 17. Yes. So it, uh, you, you actually, you do find some little turkey pitter patter tracks leading towards the one in the corner in the Northeast section of the room. And, uh, and you actually find a feather, um, of a turkey sitting kind of on the outside that must've, uh, fell off when he was, uh, 
squirming inside. I'm gonna can call, I walk? I'm gonna call down that tunnel. Say, hey, Vincent. Yeah. Is it safe out there? And say, yeah, it's safe. Are you sure? Are you say, double sure? I'm say I'm triple sure. I guess. Can I say roll, you are a roll coward? Persuasion. I'll walk over towards where okay. Gavert is while he's persuading him. Oh, not twenty. Jeez. Oh, all right. I guess if you if you're standing there long enough to talks to me, then uh, then it's got. And you see his head kind of poke out. Like, sorry, I'm not much one for violence. Does he see the chewed up turkey that we've been devouring? Um, he, if he does see it, he pretends not to see it. And you notice that his head kind of almost exaggerates to not look at the carcass. Um, (laughs) he's pretty obviously uncomfortable with the whole concept of the mission. Um, and Vincent never claimed to be a, a brave warrior. Um, Um, yeah. Can I say, you are a coward? Yes. You hid from us. I oh, say, no. come on. He's a scrawny chicken. What else do you want from him? Now, hey, Who are you calling chicken? I say, you. <laughs> undersized turkey. Now, let's find a way, find our way through these caves. No wonder there's can all I these say, He's no chicken. He's a turkey. I know a turkey when I see one. Especially ones that kill my parents. All right, well, uh, might be around here somewhere. Either that or we should hop back in the boat and get out of here. I don't like this room. I'm going to say, the boat nearly killed us last time. We're good. I asked Vincent why he doesn't like this room. Ah, well, let's just say most turkeys that end up in this room don't end up leaving. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I see. Now, if we have anything to say about it, well, I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna say, and that was not meant to be menacing, Vincent. Okay, because uh, I've been eyeing that hole just in case you guys did turn back on your word. I was ready to flee, but I'm still willing to help you guys get to the end if you if you if you want your your kids back and you want uh, maybe peace. Uh, which I definitely want. I want to be stopped being hunted, and I think that we might be able to still come to an arrangement. So, what do you say we get out of here and move on? Yes, back to the gravy say, boat. I'm gonna say, yeah. I say, yes. Let's not get in the boat. Let's head farther into the cave, you know, see what we can see. Can I say, that is the dumbest idea I've ever heard. Um, you guys have I'm actually, Fang, just a, uh, just a little heads up. You guys have actually seen the extent of this. It's more of a cubby than a fully fleshed out cave. This is, a, um, it's, it's almost like a room, if you will. Ah. And so you've explored every, every inch. The only other passageway out apart from the river would be the turkey holes, which are not quite big enough For in their current way. state. To the gravy boat. Yeah. I say yes. Very well, to the gravy boat. Oh, I want to say, right. I wonder how flammable that gravy is. Oh no. Um, can I nervously can I nervously eye Vincent though? I, I still don't trust Absolutely. Him. Yeah. Um, do you guys remember how the uh, how the boat mechanics work? Yep. Yes. Sadly. Yep. Yes. <laughs> All right. So um, I sit down at uh, I sit down at one of the rowing positions. Me too. I do too. As do I. 
Okay, now we have our right. rowers. I'll head to the rowers. Rowers. I will not make, take a look. Uh, just... I will. We need someone at the front then. I will. I will be at the front. Where's the best reception? All right. Um, excellent. So you guys kick off the boat and uh, rowers. Um, actually, sorry. Uh, my, my lookouts, uh, first I need you guys to tell me, are you guys gonna try and perceive or are you guys gonna ready for um, ready for action? Okay, go ahead and roll it, Akronkin. Okay, let's see. I will ready. You're ready, Myself. okay. Let's see, hopefully I get a really good roll. I'm blind, are, are you kidding me? I got seven. Oh no! Oh, seven. It looks like the boat should probably go in a direction. Um, all right, rowers, you get to choose either right, fast, or left. Okay. <laughs> What's oh, no. the worst that could happen? I'm liking where this is going so far. I'm not. Sweet. So we had one left one right they cancel each other out and turn into a fast and then we have two other fasts so we're oh, just going no. in a straight line at top speed fortunately for you uh the first section of the gravy river is pretty straight and uh straightforward actually and so you don't run into any walls however uh <clears throat> um shay remind me of your character's name uh Erin. Erin, that's right I'm gonna write that down just because your your name got reset on Zoom. Erin, you are glad that you readied your weapon because as you guys are going through the straightaway, there seem to be some of those other cubby holes about similar in size to the stuffing chambers, and some turkeys jump out and start to uh, start to attack you. But you have your readied action, so you can make an attack first. There are two turkeys, one coming from the left and the right. What do you do? Uh, I'll take out my um. I take out my short sword and I stab twice at one and I make one unarmed attack. Okay, start with your first strike. Okay. That would be d20. Nat 20 on the first one. Oh my goodness, we are getting some nat 20s. All right, roll damage. Okay. Uh, that would be 10 damage. All right. This is enough to cleave the turkey into two, and both halves fall into the base of the boat and kind of clatter around the feet of the rowers. Uh, you can spend your next attack against the other turkey if you would like on the same turn. Can I eat I it? Do that. Can, I eat, can I eat the uh, Yeah, can I grab one turkey? half of the turkey? Yeah, rowers, yeah. rowers, we can uh, we can understand that you guys are going after this with a bloodlust. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, my kick you're, in, regain you're still mid swing. I can only do this once per. I can only do the feeding frenzy thing once per rest. I think. Um, wait, yes. I, does fifteen hit? A fifteen does hit. These don't seem to be particularly strong. They just seem to be eager. Um, <laughs> go ahead and roll your damage. <laughs> Okay, that would be seven damage. 
seven damage, so not quite enough to kill it, but you get a nice, decent gash in the right wing. This turkey's not going to be doing any flying anymore, and it lands on the boat right next to you. It's going to go ahead and make a peck attack. But, um, I also, I can make two attacks per turn, but then if I made an attack, I can use bonus action too. Oh, uh, okay, so go ahead strike. and, uh, I guess, yeah, make your unarmed strike first, because um, it might not get the uh, the opportunity to peck you. Uh, 21. Does that hit? Yeah, that's a, that's a hit. Okay, um, 11 damage. Okay, uh, never mind. This turkey is not going to go ahead and attack you because it is, um, it's going to be dead before it reaches you. So, um, Erin successfully keeps all of you guys safe and even provides some more turkey in the base of the boat for you guys to grab. If you guys are grabbing Thank turkey, you. though, you will be abstaining from the next row, just so you oh. know. Never mind. Did no one grab the turkey. No one grab turkey. Can I? Cool. Can I? Um, I'm gonna take your oar while you do that. And look at, can I, I want to hear what a Kronken's doing. In there. Yeah, look at the piece of turkey in there, and then yes. maybe eat one in front of Vincent to <laughs> make him fear me. Wait, isn't this like raw? This is raw it turkey. Okay. It, I mean, it not okay. only raw it's turkey. Coffee. It's it's got feathers and guts and like this is not like there, there's a lot of prep that goes into preparing meat. Um, Lizard folky raw meat. Disgusting. <laughs> I'll do it to intimidate him. All right, so um. Oh, you should make cons. You can... <laughs> uh, yeah, I I'm gonna have you actually make a. Uh, can you make a wisdom save for me, a Kronken? Because you're a bird eating another raw bird. Um, oh, jeez. That's just... That might not be good for your are like, They're eagle people, and eagles fixed. will eat turkeys. That's true. I got 15. Thanks for pointing that out. You got 15? Okay. Uh, we're going to say that there's no negative effects. Thank you for pointing that out, Craglet. Uh, that was a good point. Um, appreciate that. Okay. Kronken, you will spend your action doing that, which means you are not perceiving this next round, which uh, brings us to the next round of boats. Um, Erin, are you going to be perceiving or readying? You better perceive. I'm ready myself again. Wait, All but right, then there's no rowers, perceiving. there's no perception, and there's only three of you. Choose your roles wisely, left, right, or fast. Actually, uh, can I change my mind or too late? Too late. You are readying your action. You have no idea what a Kronken is doing because you're looking for more attacking birds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, just waiting on... <laughs> this is awesome. This is well. And uh, I don't know how, but you guys somehow lucked into it perfectly with two rights and a fast. You guys are going to have a very peaceful landing into the next room. And so the boat kind of lurches as a craglet drops his oar and starts collecting some food. Uh, Two of you kind of frantically turn the boat to the right. No one really can see where you're going because a Kronken's taking a bite out of this raw bird trying to intimidate Vincent, which it works, by the way. Vincent is shaking visibly and terrified, not just because you guys are steering like maniacs, but because he has no idea what to expect from you at any given moment. Erin, you're looking around like crazy trying to find something to fight. And before you know it, the boat is just like perfectly nestled on another little shore of the Gravy River. Oh, no. Intact. You guys didn't run into any walls, and wow, that's that's an accomplishment. <laughs> this is this I don't is know how new, that happened. This is a um, new page for our party. Not hitting anything. Towards, um, 
can I turn towards um the other party members while they're rowing and then just look at them holding the tur the <laughs> raw bloody turkey yes. and the blood all over my mouth and just look at them. I'm gonna try to give Akronin like a high five. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you guys are you so guys, You guys managed to high-five right as the boat like crests up and you. rests. <laughs> like perfectly timed. <laughs> high-five, another happy landing. I'm going to Mike. I'm going to say in Sylvan, idiots. My intelligence is eight, and yet I'm acting smarter than you. <laughs> Elizabeth How? How did you have an eight wow. for intelligence? I'm smarter than you, and I'm a goblin... Barbarian. I know. I'm Anyone who is looking outside of the boat right now, um, you don't even need to roll a perception to see that it almost looks like there is an underground forest in front of you. Although there's no leaves, it's just like these green trunks that are about the width of a green alder. There's a lot of uh, them. It's I asked Vincent, do you know of this place, Turkey? Well, yeah, this is this is the green bean forest. <laughs> if I was if I was going to be hiding those kids, I'd be hiding them in here. So I think we better have our guard up because it gets dark and twisted in there. It's like a maze. But if I was hiding those kids, I'd be hiding them in here. I think this is the place we want to be. This is why it pays to have sixty feet of dark vision. I'm going to grimace. In my case, 120 feet of dark vision. Well, unfortunately for the both of you, no matter how long your dark vision is, it seems that there is a turn or or a corner about every 10 feet. And so you can see, but then the, the, have you guys ever seen a bamboo forest? Yes. Where it's just thick and like there's really no light coming through. This is, this is kind of like that. Um, with just this mess of, of stalks everywhere. So even though you can see pretty far, uh, your, your vision is actually obscured by the green bean stalks. Um, I ask, looks like going into a maze, like a corn maze almost. I'm I ask Craglet, do you think these trees are edible? And if so, do you save any stuffing from that cave? I have a wisdom of five, so I shall say absolutely. Yes. I'll say I refuse to eat that. I will begin gnawing on one of the green beans and just like take a, a chunk of green bean with me so as a souvenir. I'm gonna say whatever you call that green stuff. I don't like it. It's disgusting. At Craigle, it actually it takes it takes a little bit. I mean these are thick, and I mean like they're green beans for sure. But it actually it, you, you notice it takes a couple of whacks to get one down. But you take a bite out of it and it tastes like a green bean. Uh, it's totally food. Oh. I'm just gonna like throw up. I just like I just throw up in the gravy river when I see you eat it. Uh, what was that, Namu? Um, can I take out my great axe and start clearing a path for the party? Yes. So you start. Start clearing a path. Are you just heading straight? Uh, what direction are you? Are you? uh, Are you moving? Just sort of straight. Sort of straight, okay. Um, yeah, so you start swinging away, um, and go ahead and give me a strength check to see about how quickly you can clear away um, the segment of, of green bean forest. Can I do the same thing? 
Yes. And I'm okay. ready my longbow. I'm just gonna go alongside if anything pops through. Already spiky. Okay. Um, wait, can I can I ask Craiglet if he has any more turkey I can eat? And I'll look at Vincent too. And say, I'm gonna hoard my Vincent? two hunks of turkey and my magic turkey leg and say, I have nothing. I got I got twenty one on the roll. Okay. Um, it seems that that uh, basically every to put it in D and D terms, um, you can clear about five feet in front of you, about every two turns. Um, which means that you'll be moving at a speed of of about yeah uh, two and a half feet per twelve seconds um, at this rate. If you want to cut your way through the forest. I'm just going to walk around. Okay, uh, the paths before you are, there is one that goes to the left immediately and one that goes to the right. Which one would you choose? I'm going to say, I think we should, I, I, I say we just burn this to the ground. I say, that's a terrible idea. I could eat some of this. Green beans won't burn. Yeah, are they flammable? Don't think are they, they are. I, I turned to Vincent. Uh, if we set uh, this place on fire, would it burn? Also, there are children in here. It might, but yeah, I think he's got the best point. You might be burning your kids alive. Uh, my, character doesn't, my character doesn't say this because obviously he he's not the wisest people. He hardly agrees, but yeah. It, just saying. I'm going to say, oh, it's not our kids. We're just getting paid. Oh, you guys are real heroes. <laughs> I'm going to say, hey, I'm here out of the good of my heart. You guys are just mercenaries. I shall say, we could say the turkeys did it. We they, always could. I was like, I'm just trying to survive. Sometimes I'm too lazy to hunt for myself, say- so I need money to buy food. I'm gonna you guys point- are some weird adventurers. I give you that. <laughs> I'm gonna point at Craglet and in uh, Sylvan call him a sociopath. <laughs> Can I say we? There shall be no name calling on this adventure. But if I was to call names, I would call Craglet a hoarder, and that he is. Hey, do you know Sylvan though? I said it in Sylvan. No, I don't. But I'm just saying that. I'm just gonna say there. We were not calling anybody right. other names. I'm gonna say I could. With all of these exchanges, Namul, you have cleared about twenty-five feet of the forest, and you see some light emanating from what seems to be perhaps the the heart or the center of the uh, of this room here. Um, and after one more swing. It opens up and there's a small little clearing that you gain access to. If you guys are moving forward still, um, I, although Irene, you did say that you were gonna take a path instead, um, but then you, uh, you started talking. I'll, I guess I'll follow the party. Yeah, I'm gonna follow okay. Namul. Do you guys step into the clearing? Yes. I do. I step into the clearing with I'm gonna my wait till everybody draw. else steps in first and then follow. I'm gonna jump into the clearing see? wielding my great S. What you see before you are no creatures and nothing really to do with green beans whatsoever. But instead you see small five pedestals in a pentagon shape um, with 
kind of glowing orbs on top of them. It seems like this is definitely emanating some, uh, some like a magical aura. Um, but you're, you're not quite sure what at first glance, but, but something's up with the center of this room. I want to say, what to is Vincent this? And say, why are these orbs like this? You know, as I've, uh, I've never really traveled this far in the cave. Uh, I don't even know what this is. When your guide doesn't know, you turn around and leave. Not if you're not if you're a D player. I yeah, go over yeah. and try and pick one up. All right, you go and you touch one, and uh, I need you to make a deck saving throw. Uh oh. All right, uh, I got 18. You got an 18, nice. So you will take half damage, uh, which will be reduced to six points of lightning damage as it, uh, as it emanates a shock as you go to touch it. Um, and it, it, it won't move from its spot. Um, it's, it's pretty transfixed. I'm going to course, curse an orc. Right. Um, you guys do notice that there are some runes along the side of each of the small little pedestal obelisks. Um, do any of you guys um, speak uh, primordial? Oh, I do. All right. So you actually recognize this as being written in primordial. Um, <clears throat> and uh, on the one that, uh, that Namul just touched, uh, it reads lightning in, lightning out. Um, to the one of the left of it, uh, it says the same, but with the element of fire and uh, it's, it's a similar message on all five, but with, uh, with, uh, with ice. So ice, fire, lightning, uh, light, and death. And you notice now that each of the orbs corresponds in a, in a shimmering hue of color with each of the words that are written on the side. So the lightning one kind of has a blue electric feel to it. The, uh, the fire one glows with a little bit of warmth and heat and, and so on and so forth with each of these orbs. I want to say to the party, I'm gonna say. I can read primordial. It seems that each of these pedestals corresponds with a different element. I'm gonna ask, well, what do they say? It says, it says lightning in, lightning out, and so on and so forth for each element. What elements are there? Um, there is, um, which ones were there? There was ice, lightning, fire, death, light, and death. Is that it? Yep. Yeah. I see, but what does light? What does in and out mean? Well, uh, I think your friend there just just got the receiving end of the out, if you know what I mean. And uh, Vincent is putting his head towards Namul, who just got shocked by the orb. <laughs> <laughs> say, so what does in mean? 
don't know. Does uh does any of you guys have a have a ways of hey anyone got a torch on you maybe? Or, uh, I'm gonna say uh, yes, it I do. probably means there's another set of corresponding orbs somewhere else in this entire complex. But yeah, do you really want to get shocked again trying to figure that out? Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> okay. You want to get said you had a torch, maybe? I say, yeah, I'm going to touch. I mean, I'm going to say here, right here. Well, I, I can't actually hold a torch. I don't know if you noticed this, but I don't have hands. I say, I say, so what should I do with it? Well, I would light it to start. I say, okay, <laughs> uh, light the torch. And then uh, it says maybe fire in, so maybe put the fire in. It's like, oh, yeah, okay. I shall touch the torch to the the fire pedestal. As the torch gets within about a foot of the orb. The uh, the flame is like sucked out of almost like a vacuum. Uh, it's super weird because like the fire itself remains intact, but it gets sucked out of the torch, um, and the orb glows brightly for a second and then diminishes and is now inert, showing no glowing whatsoever. It seems that. It seems that it was satisfied. I tried picking it up. I tried picking it up again. It uh, mm. it, it you pick it up. It's uh, it's essentially just like a a crystal ball as that you hold in your hand. It seems oh. inert though, uh, like just piece of glass. Oh wait, so if you put the fire, if you put something into it, then it after it it neutralizes what. It emits. Basically, that, wait, did or basically, if it shocks somebody, like if it uses it, if it puts the, it out, then it's useless, right? Well, the, the lightning one is is still glowing. It's it's only the fire one that has has now been made inert, and it seems that yes, putting the energy in satisfied it. Would divine smite count as lightning damage? No, Divine Smite deals radiant, so I believe, so it may work for the light. Uh, can I try and shooting the light one with Divine Smite on my arrow? You cannot divinely smite through a ranged weapon attack. Oh, that yeah. smite has to be a melee strike. Never mind, I let <laughs> my bow away, smack it. it with my broadsword. You smack it with your broadsword, alright, you don't have to roll to hit because turns out pedestals are really bad at dodging. Um, and you emit uh, divine radiance glows from your weapon and almost immediately, as soon as it starts glowing and, and, and would like normally like emit kind of this burst of radiant light that would, that would smite your foes, right? Um, all of that light gets trapped and sucked into the orb very much like the flame did and in the same way, grows, glows brightly and then fizzles out. I take out a dagger and I try. Um... Wait, does that mean oh, we can? Uh, I wonder I'm if gonna, we can. I'm gonna try to cut open my arm and use that for the death. I guess but I don't want to drain myself of blood. So. Do you want to like suck um, all your blood out? No, I'm gonna take a chunk of turkey and toss it at the death one. It uh, it bounces off and starts decaying. Um, Make a, uh, actually, yeah, make a perception check while the turkey leg bounces off. Oh, yay. Everyone? 
Uh, anyone um, who is watching, who uh, who cares? Not natural twenty. Yeah, I'll watch. Since twenty, okay. Um, Wait, I'll, how I'll is just, that possible? You, don't you have like a minus four to wisdom? To I mean minus three. three, minus three. I have proficiency in perception. Oh, okay. So it balances out. Um, so with a with a since twenty, you uh, you've seen I, an effect similar I, to this before. Whenever a, a a creature has taken necrotic damage before you. Um, I got a twenty-two, by the way. Yeah, so, uh, so same same deal. You uh, the, the turkey seems to be taking the turkey leg seems to be like uh, taking necrotic damage. Actually, what's um, that? What kind of damage is that? Necromancer uh, damage. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, if you've ever seen someone it like sucks yeah. the life out of it. Yeah, don't touch that one. Whatever you do, kind of decays and turns actually. black a little bit. The uh, so Namul, you were pulling out a dagger before. I, I'm I'm interested to to see, hear what you were gonna do. I'm gonna just put that back. Okay, <laughs> I, I took it out and I put it away. Uh, do any of us here have like any lightning or death spells? Well, I just use my divine smite. Uh, uh, lightning, death, or ice. That's what we need. I can use lightning. I have lightning arrow, but I don't want to waste a third level spell slot. Just Come waste on. it. Waste it. Hmm. 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 <laughs> Fine. Mm. Cast lightning arrow. All right. And shoot it with my crossbow. You know, it's technically not an arrow, but I think it still works. Right. As your as your bolt shoots out and then magically becomes this lightning arc that you're used to shooting in a, in a straight line for a long distance, it kind of arcs around and spirals and gets all sucked into the orb, which then flashes brightly and then again becomes inert. I walk it over works. and pick up all the orbs that uh, are inert. Nice, you got three glass orbs. I want to say, I wonder if there's any way we can charge these and use them as weapons. I will ask uh, Namul for one of the orbs. I, I toss him the lightning orb, and uh, I take out a torch and, and light it and try uh, making the fire orb fire again. There is no effect. What's your guys' next plan of action? Hmm. Uh, does somebody up. want to, like... Could I cast, like, Dispel Magic? Hi. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, you go ahead and give it a shot. What are we doing it on, Callan? Uh, I would like to do it on the death one, because we're not going to find a solution to that one. Wait, isn't it a radius? I guess. I am yeah, unaware, actually. Yeah, let's, let's yeah. Give, so get out of the way from me, though. I have a magic great axe. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to back away from him. Yeah. I don't want my magic item to become... Um, so yeah, it's a uh, it's singular object. It so is I'm going to cast it on death. I'm going to cast it on the death orb. All right, go ahead and make your roll. Mm-mm. Not good. Let's see if it's effective. Hang on, do well, I add any 
thing <laughs> to my roll? Or your spellcasting ability, I believe. I just realized how do you calculate that I can that? attach a, a flask of I can attach a vial of alchemist fire to an air to a crossbow bolt. That's a poor life decision. Um <laughs> how do I calculate spell casting ability? It's uh it's just so what uh you're a you're a paladin, so your spells run off of charisma. Yeah. Is that correct? Yes, okay, what's your charisma modifier? Five. Five? Okay. It's a plus five. Oh, Jeez. Nice. You have good charisma. Uh not nat twenty. All right, that is enough to do it. Um, and the uh, the necrotic one, as it glows, it's weird because it's like it's glowing like black light, um, and so like it almost gets darker for a second as it like emanates and then goes to inert. There's one orb left, and it is the orb of ice and cold. I walk over to the um, black one and pick it up. All right, and we'll just collect it as collecting his globes. Ooh, actually, <laughs> I'm just gonna, um, I'm just I have some ice. I want to stink eye and see if it works. I have some ice in my backpack that I use in a small insulated container to keep some food. Oh. I only have like a, I don't have that much because it's only to get some of the meat I had. I'd stored with me some tiny little special goblin meats as a um, cricket. And I add more ice, and but it was with my mastiff. So I will take out my goblin meats, eat it, and toss the ice. And uh, would you say it's like at least an ounce of ice? Like a hunk of ice. Say, like a hunk? Like, like, this, like big? this big? Well, if it that, was all, if it was all one hunk, it'd be this big. That'll be enough to do it. Um, and, uh, and and just like the rest of them. But this, it, like, it, it bursts into like a flurry of little small ice crystals that all kind of get fragmented in a nebulous around the uh, around the orb and then get sucked in and inert. And you hear uh, somewhere in the distance, a little further in past where you have already traveled, you hear some, uh, it sounds like the shifting of vines, <laughs> followed by some exclamations from what sound like humanoids. I say, wait, uh, can I roll perception to see where the vines closed from? I just walk over and pick up the yes. final orb. However, Fang, uh, without even rolling, you can recognize that you heard it past where you can see. So it sounded yeah, like 20. it was deeper, deeper in. Yeah, and, uh, and and same. So you can hear like kind of the direction, but you can't actually see um, where it is. But you know that it's definitely going to be to the uh, to the southwest. Um, was the direction, um, but you'd have to you'd have to cut through some more vines to get there. Can I pick up the final orb and then just take yeah, it away? Totally. Um, can I also try climbing a green bean stalk? Ooh, yeah, that's gonna be tricky though because it's pretty slimy. But uh, go ahead and uh, give me a. Uh, <laughs> can I take an out athletics uh, check? Can I take out my daggers and use those to help me climb? You can try. Wait, did I hear the noise too? The noise. Uh, it was it was check. audible. Uh, no 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 check Can required. Wait, where did it come from again? Uh, Fane, Fane pointed out uh, that it was it was coming uh, from the southwest, which 
you guys had been heading south as you were cutting in. You came from the north, um, and it's right. off to the southwest. I'm going to head to the southwest. Go over to it. All right. It's currently a pretty thick grove. Um, it, it seems that you guys made the only entrance to this area, so you'll have to cut through the green beans. A I, little I, bit. I will start cutting yeah. through. I'll look at my cleavies and hack. I, I rolled a, a thirteen. Yeah, I rolled a thirteen. A thirteen. Yeah. So uh, you start to climb, and you realize that the dagger is actually not helping you at all, because like you go to stick it in, and it just starts sliding, as like a green bean is really easy to cut, and so you like you kind of put that away, and you like just kind of like try to bear hug the stalk and like climb up like Mulan style, right? Um, but this green bean, it's it's slick, it's really hard to climb. Uh, they're not they're not as good as like climbing a tree where you can really get good grip around the bark. This is just like a slimy, soggy hug. Um. <laughs> so you guys start cutting um, through and, uh, and moving through. All right, um, let's see. I help them cut with my great ax. Yeah, cut with cleavies. All right, you guys. Um, can I cut with my face? With your face, uh, you can try. No, oh, okay. face. no, not my face. <laughs> 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 Gonna eat my way through it. Uh, you guys make about three or four pass throughs as you're as you're cutting through this forest. Thankfully, green beans slice pretty easily, so you uh, just a few hacks on each of them, just due to their girth, to get through. Um, and you see a very, very interesting sight. Namul, you're actually, you're the first to see it. You cut through one and you look up and you're looking at yourself standing right in front of you, wearing the exact same clothing you're wearing, holding the exact same items that you're holding. You're looking at yourself. It's a mirror. Uh, Crag Craglet, you also see yourself. Um, as well as a Kronken, you look up and you see yourself, no, none of the others. What about, um, didn't I start cutting through too? Yes, you did. But you ran into a Kronken. And you like look behind you and you see a Kronken behind you and you also see a Kronken right in front of you. I say, which one of you um, is a Kronken? Can I say, I'm a Kronken. Um, because I'm, a I'm accustomed to mo most magical effects and I am very disturbed by this. I will attempt, I will, I will attempt to bash the thing in the my the craglet in the leg Just all right not not to kill it or hurt it or like hurt it seriously in case it's it does something else just enough to make it experience a bit of pain all right go ahead and roll an attack for that and uh um Gert, uh you hear both the kronkins say kind of at the same time i'm the real kronkin let's see that's not any help. You just you both said that. Um, can I say what do you mean? There's Seventeen. What do I'm you saying, mean? There's you... more of me. Seventeen is a what's your armor class, Cracklet? Oh shoot, seventeen. <laughs> That's oh, it. Wait, no, it's copy me. All right, roll damage. Ah, uh, let's see. Uh spiky. Two e six bludgeoning. All right. Uh nine. No, no plus strength. Um, okay, 14. I go for The other for craglet a... takes it and kind of holds the leg and looks at you with, like, disbelief um, and says in your voice, why would you do that? I went over to the uh, other Nemo 
and take a huge swing with my great axe. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, um, uh, guys, I had a thought. What if these are the children? At this point, let's go ahead and have everyone roll initiative. Oh, no. Um, if we're turning this into a fight, just so that we can have no. a nice, decent order of operations. So everyone roll initiative for me. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I got a grand total of eight. I got a grand total of 20. I also got a grand total of 8. Okay, I got 20. Namul and then Garrett and Fang roll off. Okay, I'm rolling initiative and I got 7. 7? Mm hmm. All right. Uh, And then I didn't hear Fang. Oh, there you are. You got a 21. And 24. Okay, let me roll for our creatures here right quick. I rolled three 12s. <laughs> That's helpful, they all will go at the same time. All right, so Namul, go ahead and just hold on to that action, and we'll, we'll have it play out on uh, on your turn. Um, but we'll give you the actually no, we'll give you the surprise round. I know that's not really a thing in five E, but we'll start with Namul, and then we'll go to the top of the round and work our way from there. So go ahead and make that swing, Elias. Do I roll? Don't see kill your it? clone. Should so I roll? You, you, yeah, you. Uh, Roll to see if it hits. Okay, yep. That's creepy. That's really creepy. Isn't it? Really, <laughs> Dashel. Really. I rolled 30. Yeah, that's going to be a hit. Go ahead and roll your damage. Wait, how did you roll a 30? Uh, I have plus 12 with my great axe. Um, you do? Yes. Oh no. That's impossible. Oh, you can have a maximum of plus nine. Yeah, at this level. Plus strength. Yeah, what, uh, unless you have a feat that's working for you? Maybe. Um... Oh, he's in a rage, right? Is he? Oh, yeah. Rage, rage don't get bonuses to attack, just damage. Plus, plus two to attack and damage, pretty sure. Yeah. So that would so that would give him a plus eleven to hit. Well, and either way, he rolled a either natural guy. eighteen. That's enough to hit today. Um, but yeah, we can maybe help calculate um, for for future hits. But you can go ahead and roll damage on that one because that that will hit naturally. It damages, uh, you roll the die and then add the... And your strength no. modifier. Okay, so that would be Plus two. 20 Three. damage. What? I rolled 20 damage. How? What? I got a 12 and then I have uh, plus uh, my strength. Oh. Wait, no, my strength modifier. Never mind, I got um, 16. There we go. There we go. You've got you got an eighteen in strength, don't, yeah. Don't forget, um, don't forget, um, 
uh, rage damage. Oh yeah, so you yeah, know that'd be eighteen damage. Jeez, with a single strike. Good job, Noel. All right, eighteen damage. Yeah. yeah. All right, and uh, at that point, um, these copies they definitely drop their guise of confusion, and you see them ready for battle. Um, and that will bring us to the start of the round, which will be Erin. You're gonna kick us off. Oh no. Shay, you there? Yep. <sighs> um, I'm just gonna kind of watch this play out, but ready, so if anything comes near me, I will attack it. Okay, excellent. So you're gonna ready an action to attack anything that comes near you. That will move us to the next in initiative, which is going to be Garut. Oh. Okay, wait, so my turn? Okay. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stop I'm just, I'm just gonna use I'm just gonna say, hey, 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 why are we fighting each other? Who are you guys anyways? You look exactly like us. Okay, so you take your, your, your turn to try and be diplomatic. Excellent. That'll move us yeah. along to oh I'm so sorry, Fang. You were supposed to go before Garut. Let's uh It doesn't have doesn't you take matter. your turn. Okay, I am going to make a attack with my greatsword against, against uh, which guy is closest to me. Well, it's actually it's it's kind of confusing because a Kronken and a Kronken are both standing next to each other. Oh, um, um, and uh, whatever you notice that whatever one of them's doing, uh, one of them is trying to also do, um, but it's kind of hard to tell which one's which at this point. Um, it's pretty easy to define the craglets because one of them is holding its leg. Um, it's also pretty <laughs> easy to define which Namul is is uh, on your team because one of them has a gash in his chest where he just got hit by a great, great axe. Um, okay, I'm gonna go after the uh, the one that just got hit with great axe. <laughs> okay, excellent. Listen, though, so you're why are we fighting each other? They didn't do the anything Namool. to us. They, they just whacked him in the leg once. <laughs> Okay, synthetic 20 to hit. That, that is going to be a hit, yes. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage. And sorry, I, okay. I, I didn't catch what, uh, what weapon this is with. Greatsword. Nice. Uh, we can hear an ad for something. I can't. I can't either. I can't. Neither can your end. Oh, well, shoot. There must be something I have. <laughs> <laughs> okay that is a total of five five damage nice you don't you don't get good hit dice come in and you almost feel conflicted as you've been fighting alongside namul for a while as you as you as your great sword's coming down and you, you almost kind of soften your blow a little bit but you still strike true and get a nice landing on it. That's going to bring us to the next person in our initiative being the guys who look just like you guys. So um, the other Akronkin is going to spend its action trying to mimic everything that the real Akronkin is doing to make it really hard for you guys to know who's who. Um, the uh, the other Namul knows that it's time to drop its guys and uh, it's going to go ahead and make an attack on the other Namul 
by trying to grapple with you. So make a contested strength check. Oh. It's going to try and mix up your order a little bit here. I got 21. Okay, so uh, your yourself tries to grab onto you, but you know yourself pretty well. And so you're able to just kind of push his arms up and out of the way, and you're able to shrug him off and kind of take a step back. He is unsuccessful in trying to grapple you. Um, <clears throat> dun, dun, dun. Uh, real quick, um, Akronkin, you notice that the other version of you seems to kind of be able to read your mind almost. Because anytime you try and like do something, it mimics you at almost the exact same time. Whereas Craglet, um, the other one of you is going to pull out its own version of Spiky, and it's coming after you. Um, however, uh, you kind of knocked it off balance a little bit with the leg, and I rolled a natural two. And uh, and so <laughs> you see Spiky coming at you, and uh, you you pull up, and you're able to block and deflect. They are really not off to a great start in this fight, and that's going to bring us to um, Craglet. You're you're up. Seriously, I though, will enter a rage and multi-attack smack him with Spiky. All right, you're you're attacking yourself, or you're yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah attacks i believe Ooh, wait oh, but these are created by the evil magic turkey ah probably if they're attacking us then they're obviously not just it. random people my first attack got a 17 and my second one got a not natural 20 those are both hits yeah and then uh 2d6 Five for one for hit is okay. Uh, plus rage damage. Oh, I forgot to factor in uh, rage attack bonus, but they hit regardless. Five, nine, 14 for the first damage, including all bonuses. Second one, eight, 10, 15 for the second one. Dang, you just start to tear into other Craglet who is not prepared for you to enter a rage. It seems that that was kind of new news for it. Um, excellent. Anything else on your turn? I guess no, because you bonus action raged and then did your multi, or sorry, extra attack. Gerurt, or sorry, not Gerurt. Um, Namul, it is your turn. Uh, can I try uh, slashing, or can I try use, uh, attacking the other Namul again? Yes, you may. Um, that would be nineteen to hit. That's going to be a hit, yes. Six damage. Nice. Does that include your rage uh, bonus? Oh no! How much? How much would that be? An extra two, so it's going to be eight damage. Nice. Yes. Um, and then you do have extra attack, right? Do I have an extra attack? 
you're a ninth level oh. barbarian, yeah? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. You, get, you get to make two attacks in a turn. I'll slash with my great axe again. Nice. And a nice double slice on yourself. Um, what's, what's the double of me doing anyways? There is not a double of you. Wait. Oh. There's not. I rolled I rolled a 14. 14 to hit? Yes. That hits. Uh, uh, guys, if there isn't a double of Garut somewhere, um, it has 30 vials of Alchemist's Fire. Yep. That's not good. We need to kill that immediately. Don't kill me. I'm gonna kill your to... double, not you. Yeah, remember where I am. Keep Don't lose track of which one's me if there is another double somewhere. Too late. What'd you get for damage on that second hit? Uh, I rolled 18, so that would, or I rolled 12, so that'd be grand total of 18. Right. Nice. Good work. Uh, it seems that the other you, Namul, is hurting pretty bad. Um, it was not prepared to be taking that much damage that quickly. Um, apparently thought it was going to have the element of surprise, um, but you guys just came out of the gate swinging, and uh, it seems to have been working in your favor. That's going to bring us to a Kronken. What are you doing? Let's see. What shall I do? Um... Before I attack, can I, can I, you know, the real me has, was just eating turkey, remember? And uh, as you yell that, the other you yells that as well. And I just, I, I, I'm just stunned, so I'm going to cast a spell now. Um, I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt, because I think it would be very fitting for this, because I need guidance. I'm, I'm very confused, but that's not what it does. It kills. Okay. Uh, Kronken, whatever you just said, I didn't even hear. You didn't hear what I just said? Okay, no. we'll have to because be you're louder. Be, I, you're super quiet for me for some reason. Okay, yeah, he well, is pretty quiet for me as well. Uh, it's not quiet for me. There might be something in settings I can do. Okay, can you hear me better? Hello? Oh. Okay. Well, I did. I got twenty nine for damage for casting guiding bolt and two hit. What would you get to hit? Eight. Ton of damage. But you got eight. I can't. I can't aim. I Wait, sorry. So you rolled an eight to hit. And I did twenty nine damage. Okay. So an eight does not hit. Also, I'm. A little confused how you did 29 points of damage with 4d6. Um, no, I'm casting. Let's see which version is it. I think it's the fifth level version. Yeah, it's a, I casted the fifth level version. Okay, and you rolled a natural eight to hit, or that was what you rolled at with the modifiers? That was that that was with the modifier. I would have rolled two. 
You got you rolled a two plus six. Okay, yeah. So your guiding bolt just whizzes past, and it actually it uh it kind of sears a section of uh, of green bean forest, and actually you see one of the green beans just fall over in the background. However, it does not hit its mark, um, and it shoots right past the other you. Um, but the other you kind of like gets thrown out of its trance for a second because it it, uh, it wasn't quite ready for that. Um, but it goes back to just trying to mimic you to the best of its ability. All right, anything else on your turn? Um, let's see, I think I can cast a cantrip as a bonus action. Um, yeah. However, none of them are attack because I'm a cleric, so it's not really going to work out. I could cast guidance for myself, though. That's a bonus action. Um, yeah, I can just cast it at will too. Okay, but if the casting time is an action, then it's a it can't be cast as a bonus action. So I'd look into that oh, real wait, quick. Wait, wait. Um, I was just thinking. A spell will be explicit if its casting time is a bonus action, like Misty Step. Um, you might have uh, like if you have Healing Word. I'm pretty sure Healing Word can be a bonus action. Um, Okay, I just checked but bonus it'll... action, and I can cast spiritual weapon as one. Right, um, but that'll be a uh, you already cast a, a first level. Actually, um, I remember I ruled that differently um, for for this particular game. Um, since it's your resources and you have to use a spell slot, I will let you cast that as a bonus action, regardless of the fact that you cast a higher level spell. If you'd like okay. to cast spiritual weapon. I'll... I'll cast spiritual weapon then. Let's see. All right. Uh, describe what your weapon looks like, because you get to describe uh, in what my, the visual, what in visual it takes. Pumpkin's head. It will be. It will be like the turkey slayer. It will have anything. It will intimidate the turkey. It will scare them, and then it will also just be vicious to kill. But unfortunately, it doesn't do a lot of damage. Apparently, I only got three, and that's not even a natural three. That's a one plus two. So, yeah. Would you would you roll to hit? Because you'd have you'd have to roll to hit. Seven. Yeah, seven. Seven, and I only did three damage. All right. So your spiritual weapon shimmers and appears out of the air, and uh, um, unfortunately, uh, you or the other you was ready for this one, and it was able to jump out of the way and sidestep. Your spiritual weapon persists, um, but it does not hit its mark this turn. That's going to bring us back to the top of the round with. I never got my turn. I only took turn? my first turn. I never took my second turn. Everyone's only taken their, their yeah, first turn, with the exception one. being Namul, because Namul was started the combat uh, real tough by doing the... Uh, Namul and Craglet did their, did their swings to open it up. We're starting it oh, back at the top yeah. of the round. So your second turn is on its way, but we are going to go to Irin. Okay. Um... I will attack the fake craglet. The fake craglet. All right. Um, and it's pretty easy to discern which one is which because one of them is raging and the other one is cowering. Um, so go ahead and make your roll to hit. <laughs> uh, what is proficiency bonus at level nine again? Four. That's not. Uh, 16. <laughs> Nice, that is going to be a hit. Okay. Seven damage. Did I kill it? It's not not quite dead, no, but uh, 
I will Definitely attack. Did again. not like that. All right. I will attack again with my short sword, and that would be eleven. It's not quite a hit. You run up and Craglet, from cowering though it may be, is still pretty speedy, and he's able to kind of jump and twist around and get out of the way. Okay. Um. Then I just try punching him, and okay. that be a twenty-four. All right, that one will land. Yes. I'll go ahead and roll damage. That would be eight damage. Eight damage. Nice. Uh, kind of similar to the uh, Namul one. This uh, this bonus craglet is looking pretty haggard and on death's door. Um, that's going to bring us to Fang. What you doing, Fang? What's the gang, Fang? Fang gang. Uh, again, slashing at the Namul uh, double. All right, go ahead and make your great sword slice. 19 to hit. That's going to be a hit. Uh, five damage again. How do you want to do this? Slash down from over my head. All right, nice. You get a nice searing arc, and you're able to knock him all the way to the ground. Anything else on your turn? Nope. No, I'm just gonna, uh, oh wait, I do have an extra attack. Um, uh, can I attack Craglet's double? Absolutely. Okay. And again, pretty easy to discern. Yep. Uh, both of those ones. 17 to hit. That's going to be a hit. Six damage. Oh my god. Okay, so... <laughs> Out of character really quick. You brought both of these creatures to zero hit points exactly. Um, so Fang just steps in and what you guys prepared, he was able to just slice with the searing arc down and then keeping the momentum of that same swing, swings it over his head and boom, lands right on top of the bonus craglet knocking him to the Dang. ground. You're just left with two Akronkins. That's going to we bring us wait for to Akronkin to make his attack. Hurt. And then I'll move in. Oh, oh, wait a minute. What are, is there? No, is there not a bonus, Arian? You do not see a bonus, Arian. You do not see a bonus, Fang, or a bonus, Garut. Huh. Oh, also, you know how alchemist fire is like this sticky stuff that lights on fire. I, I do know that. Yes. Um, could I spread the alchemist's fire? over my great axe blade. Well, not that I'm going to do that, but would it be possible to do that? And like make a um, flaming great axe? It'd be tricky to get like contain it to your great axe because like kind of the point is, is like you throw it and it shatters in like a five foot area. And so to concentrate it um, on the great axe might be tough, but you could do it with an action. Uh, you could attempt to do it with an action, I'll say. Would it just like slide all over the axe and like get on your hands? Yeah, it might it might drip down and like you have some like flaming goop on you. Um, I don't know if you ever made napalm. But, um. Oh, most efficient well, way would be to dig a trench, sticky. put the axe in it, and then pour the alchemist fire on it. Oh yeah, 
You mean the safest, but, not the oh well, whatever. Or or you the toss it up and, and then like a like a baseball bat, just like hit it and then it'll just it'll Dexterity. I sense a dexterity saving throws coming up. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna do that. I'm just going to say, oh, wait, I don't know which one's a Kronken. Can I tell which one's a Kronken? Uh, you can attempt to uh, to like look for subtle differences, perhaps with an insight check. You have traveled with a Kronken for quite a bit, but it seems like this bonus a Kronken kind of knows what the uh, what the true Kronken might be doing in advance. It at least would be your first guess because it's, they seem to be doing a lot of things simultaneously. Okay. Um, for insight, I got a nineteen. You got a nineteen. See, oh yeah, it did not do so well. You notice that um, that one of the Akronkins is slightly delayed, um, and by your by your best reckoning and guessing, that's probably the fake one because it seems to be a copycatting uh, the original. Oh well, it's not I get extra bird meat, so either way, I do actually. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just when in doubt, get them both. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna swing at the one that's delayed with my great axe. All right, go ahead. Wait, no, first I'm gonna cast. First I'm gonna cast Hunter's Mark. All so, right. Bonus action, Hunter's Mark. Groovy. Go ahead and roll the hit. Okay. And that oh, <laughs> critical hit. Oh. Dang, so take Does that uh, mean I roll 2d6 for Hunter's Mark and 2d12 for the axe? Yes. That is oh, exactly geez. what it means. Okay. You better hope this is the right one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> probably. Um, okay, that would be 27 damage. 27 damage. A Kronken. True a Kronken. You see as Garut starts walking up towards you. Oh no. The gleam in his eye oh, no. and then swings his great axe at the other Akronkin standing right next oh. to you. And, oh, okay. uh, and you, you, you feel this great relief wash over you as uh, your party seems to know which one is you and which one is not. Um, <laughs> and uh, you do, sorry, how much? That was 27 points of damage? Yep. Nice. This Akronkin was not quite ready for that. Um, and it is it is taken off uh, a back, but it is no longer mimicking, and it is ready to make kind of what looks like a final stand, which it oh. actually is going to do Wait. right after you finish your turn. Uh, yeah, I get an extra attack, so I'm going to attack him <laughs> again. Go for it. <laughs> and uh, for that attack, I got a 24. It's also a hit. Okay. Um, that would be 17 slashing. So, sorry, 18. And actually, it was 28 on it was 28 on the last attack. I forgot to add the plus one bonus to damage. So 28 right, on the nice. last one, 18 on this one. With just a couple of attacks, you've already brought him near death's door. This Akronkin is bloody haggard and not having a good time. It's also a little angry at you. And so he is going to go ahead. <clears throat> to use a slam attack so the first one actually i rolled two 19s to hit 
Oh no, that both these both hit then. Oh, actually, I get a plus four bonus to multi-attack. The second one misses. Second one misses. All right, so one of them hits, uh, which is going to be a measly five points of bludgeoning damage as it makes the slam attack against you, um, trying to uh, make an opening. It is then going to use its movement to try and run away. It's going to provoke an opportunity attack from a Kronken and Gerurt, if you guys wish to use your reaction to do so. Yep, I'm going to swing with my great ass. Right. A Kronken, any, uh, um, are you gonna... Oh, not that good. I got, actually, not, I got a 16 for attack. Okay. Hang on to that for a second, Guru. What was that, a Kronken? So I'm supposed to react? Uh, you have the option to react with an opportunity attack, if you so wish. Um, then I want to attack, but let's see. Can I use my mace? You can use your mace, yes. Yes, okay. I'm using such bad rolls today. I don't know what's happening to me. Two damage and... Oh, oh, oh. Never mind. Luck is over. A natural 20 plus four, so 24. Nice. So I with hardly the... did any damage, but I definitely hit. Well, um, fortunately for you, so always wait to roll your to hit first, because when you roll damage, you actually get to roll double the damage dice for this one. Um, and uh, <laughs> and so you guys simultaneously, the mace coming from one end and the great axe coming from the other, you just boom, hit him at the same side, um, and it just drops him immediately to the ground. You guys don't even have to actually roll damage because you only had to do a six and with a critical hit and uh, both of you hitting, your modifiers would be enough to drop them. Oh. You see no more duplicates around you, um, but you do hear kind of some whimpering still coming from the southwest. I'm going to keep going towards the southwest then. As am I. Uh, right, can I going start through? hacking down the beanstalks? Since I'm in a rage, can I hack the beanstalks down faster? Uh, Craglet was yeah. not a very big fan of the doppelgangers. It kind of shook him up, and he's going to try to move slightly away from the main group. Perhaps try to just stay, keep his distance. Never <laughs> split the party. Never he's, split he's freaked the party. out after that, and he doesn't want to have to fight you, fight doppelgangers anymore. So he's he's keeping his distance from you guys. You guys do notice as you step over the bodies that uh, just shortly after you drop them, they uh, they revert back to their original form of this blue-skinned, bald, humanoid-looking creature that looks nothing like any of you. Um, and yes, these were in fact doppelgangers that were shapeshifters. They took the, they took the form of the first three creatures that they saw. Um, as you guys continue to hack and slash through Namul and your rage. Um, so uh, in order to maintain a rage, you either have to deal damage or take damage. So you, uh, you, cut, you, you cut with your rage um, blindly through the first few stocks then it does kind of wear off. Um, but still, you're still making short work and uh, not too much farther through the, uh, through the thicket, um, you see what looks like a cage with a door now open. Um, and you can assume that this is where the vines were sliding out from because you see a child huddled kind of in the corner 
of, of this cage that now has an open door, but it hasn't left yet. How does she react to a goblin, a bird, uh, a goliath, I believe, an elf, what Fang is, and a lizard just walking out all bloody, beaten, and like soaked in tur- turkey guts and gravy? I haven't bloody at all. I've barely taken any damage. Huh. I, have to, I haven't taken Whereas any damage. I... That little bit of lightning damage. I haven't taken any damage whatsoever, and I'm in a half orc. I never said the blood was ours. Fair point. Uh, let's just say she looks about a, as confident and brave as your good friend Vincent. Uh, she's she's quite young, um, but your estimation probably about seven or eight years old. Um, and uh, she's just sitting sitting in the corner. Um, as you look to your left, you see a couple other cages. Um, also with their doors opened. Um, you guys can kind of make out that the, uh, the work you did with the orbs in the center of the room were, uh, were slowly opening up the cages so that uh, when you got here, um, they're nice and open. Oh, good. Shoot, I just remembered, I'd, since I don't have my character sheet on me, I had to redo it, and I don't remember how much damage I took last session. I don't think you'll die. You'll have a nine. That's true. It's always a fair assumption. Didn't you heal? Didn't you heal yourself? Didn't you get healed though? I thought like you had taken the most damage, so somebody healed you. Oh. Yes, and you healed from your ability eating the. Uh, so I probably got back to full, right? We can say, for all intents and purposes, just to keep the keep us moving okay. along, that yeah, that'll be that'll be fine. Yeah. I also don't remember how many spell slots I used. I think I used two, though. I think I used... Okay. I would uh, pick, pick a number and just stick with it. Uh, do uh, I know yeah. if these are the... Do I know if these are the children? Can I do, like... Um, Doppelgangers. Yeah. Well, they're obviously children. If these are the children we're looking for? Um, you actually... These are not the children. You realize now that... You didn't really get a description of the kids you're looking for. Just that the turkeys had our kids. Um, they were sobbing so much, the parents, that they uh, they didn't really provide you with photos or you know uh, any anything like that. Um, have we seen any of them before really or no? Have we seen them? Have I'm seen gonna, them? Because wait, uh, you guys were new the to the Isle of Nixorta. You guys hailed we're, from uh, from Brevis on the mainland. Um, so these are all new people. Their parents' names were? Yes, you guys would remember, um, and uh, their parents are, so there's Mayor Gibbs, Governor Talisk, Councilwoman uh, Persef, um, Councilman Jacure, and Councilwoman Verascor. Wait, so four, four parents. How many kids are there? Five, five parents. Oh, how many asked, kids? Five parents um, with six children amongst all of them. I asked how many, the kids how many if... children are there? Uh, I'm gonna listen to Namul really quick. I asked the kids if uh, what their parents' names are. Oh, and my 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 dad's Mayor Mayor Gibbs. I'm gonna say that's that's who we're looking for. We've come to save you. You you, you have? Are the are the turkeys around? And and I say no, but while they're not, let's get moving fast. I'm gonna say yes, sort of, and pull out a, a magic drumstick. 
wrong. <laughs> I, I didn't think anyone was going to come for us. I'll say, but where's I, the rest of thank you? you? Wait. Uh, they they were keeping us all pretty nearby. And as as you start to talk to them, the other the other kids kind of, you know, like you, you, you couldn't really see in their cells, but you imagine they were probably in a similar state of kind of cowering and, and hiding. And um, a myriad of children, um, six of them in total, uh, do wander out and start slowly and cautiously approaching you guys as they see you engaged in conversation. Um, and through talking to them, you identify them as each of the missing lost kids. Seems that they were all held in the green bean chamber here. And, uh, and Vincent pipes up and he's like, all right, guys, all this mushy gushy stuff's great and all, but we got to get these kids out of here. And you guys got to hold up your end of the deal by taking out the big boss. Yeah? Um, I ask I'm the big boss. I'm going to say, so who's going to take us out we... of here? So, so which one of us is going to take him out, them out and which one of us is going to go fight? Well, uh, I... it might need Zolius to fight. I think we should take. I think we should take the kids out of the um, cage and get them back home, and then come back to fight. Well, um, out of, just bring them with us. Hop out of character really quickly. Um, Shay has to go right now, um, so we could have Erin offer with his survival skills, offer to uh, navigate with Vincent. Vincent could uh, could help him find a way to dig a tunnel, so you guys they could avoid the Gravy River. I mean, he knows a way out of here. Um, yeah. And point you guys in the direction. Does that sound good? Just logistically. Oh, yeah. Hold on. I'll be right back. I need to discuss something. Be right back. Okay. Um. Why don't we? While Craglet's gone, let's take a let's take a quick one minute break. I uh I'm actually I'm gonna get a small glass of water really quickly. Um. We will take a break and pick this up in about one minute. Okay. Right, the Manic Goblin Chef is back. Uh, hello? Uh, we're taking a one minute break. Hello. Ah, okay. Meme hunting. <laughs> I think the one minute break's over though. <laughs> Actually, I'll be right back. Yeah, one minute was kind of arbitrary. Everyone just take take a beat. Take a second to... Dashiell, if you thought you were the meme, look at me. <laughs> Y'all a bunch of memes. Yeah, so I was... Uh, since, we're, since we're in a break and we'll edit this out, I was really hoping that... Uh, that when Erin said he was going to split off and take a route while some of you were cutting through, I was hoping that the party would split because then you'd run into the doppelgangers and they'd look like the other party members. So they try and like infiltrate your ranks and then sneak attack you when the time was right. But you guys stuck together. And, uh... that, that seemed pretty cool. Honestly, I don't think I would have stuck together. Probably Never split done. the party. It's always a trick. It's always a trick. <laughs> I was once in a dungeon as a player where we needed to split the party because 
there were levers that we pulled in one half of the dungeon that opened and closed doors for the other half of the dungeon. And so we had to collaborate without being able to communicate. And so the GM actually put us in different rooms and would do like 15 minutes with us and then 15 minutes with the other group, 15 minutes with us. And, and uh, eventually we got through that dungeon. It took forever. It was so you hard. You should look at the, uh, the turkey the turkey one because dash will just posted some really good memes right as soon as ames gets back let's go ahead and pick it up again but we'll go ahead and check out some turkey memes yeah, i'm back all Don't. right he's back uh you should see the one about the tapoxy who is a crippling addiction to cheese oh, oh yeah <laughs> oh god <laughs> Some of you may die. That's a sacrifice. I. There's another good one. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, all oh, those are pretty good. Okay. Mad teeth, are you ready? Vincent. Vincent uh, says, "Hey, hey, yeah, Erin, you uh, you come with me. Here, uh, we can." We can, with your help and, and with some of the kids, we can uh, we can dig through one of these tunnels and get them back safely to their family. The rest of you, hop in the boat and take the next left you can. That'll take you right to where the big boss is. Remember, as soon as you get him weak enough, throw the amulet on him. You guys still have the amulet? Yeah, I hold it up. Right. Get him nice and weakened. Make sure his protections are off and then toss the amulet on him and it should work. What it does, I don't know, but what it'll do, it'll do. And then Vincent just like tears off with uh, with Erin and the kids and they start to dig um, through this weird porous ground as they start to make their way through the connected work of tunnels um, to safety. Mm -hmm. The rest of you head back over to the boat unless there's anything else you'd like to do in this room first. Yeah, let's just go. Um, let's just head back to, to the I boat. Want I want to roll intimidation on Vincent. He left. Go for it. <laughs> okay. I'll give Kronken one last intimidation roll on this. <laughs> 15. 15. Yeah, Vincent seems very afraid. He's been afraid of you the whole time, Kronken, and he still seems afraid of you as he shudders off and kind of hides behind Irin as they make their way out. Uh, and keeps make sure that Irin is between you and him the entire time as you start to walk towards the boat. Um, Vincent is not your biggest fan. Okay, can I laugh and then and um, then look at Craglet? Like, how about another piece of turkey? Craglet. Dash. Yes. <laughs> Party member just asked me. I could have another piece of turkey. You're muted, Dasha. I will unmute you. Craglet will <laughs> cautiously say yes. He's not. He's still not sure if you're if you're another doppelganger or not. But snatch away the turkey as fast as he can. Fang, as you're the one who reaches the boat first, which position will you take? I will take the rowing, uh, the okay. front rowing. I'll take the rowing too. 
Okay. I'll take you guys a rowing too. Mm-hmm. I'll take a rowing too. Okay. Okay, while well, you guys row then, um, I want to ready. I want to ready this time. You're going to ready. Okay, so no one's watching where you're going. So rowers, um, what, uh, what direction are you guys going to be rowing? Wait, no, there's no one perceiving? Nope. Yeah, I, oh. I'm readying. Wait, are you, you're readying or you're perceiving? So the difference is, is if you're, per, if you're perceiving, you're, perceiving. Uh, you're able to kind of help the, help the rowers know which direction the boat should be going. If you're readying, then it means you're watching more like the sides and looking for any attackers who might come out. You better perceive, well, otherwise we have no idea where we're going. Okay, sweet. Uh, so yes, well, a Kronken is going to keep an eye out for attackers. You guys have no idea which direction you should be going. Um, I have three of the uh, rowing orders in. I'm just waiting for Garut. When in doubt, go faster. Oh, that's not a good sign. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's uh, terrible. So uh, the uh, the tunnel curves slightly to the right. And I got fast, 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 and left. Oh, oh no. <laughs> you guys kick off, and you're just like going crazy. Um, <laughs> and the mule, being like, like probably the strongest among you guys, really kind of heaves a little bit too much. And you guys slam into the wall. I need everyone to make a dexterity saving throw as Actually, some boiling hot gravy tips over the sides, and you guys start careening backwards now. Uh, the boat is moving backwards. Probably, uh, probably actually the next day. Oh, great. Critical fail. Nine. Yes. <laughs> 17. I got 19. Ooh. Okay. Uh, anything above a 15, you will take no damage. Um, if you got less than a 15, you're going to take nine points of fire damage from the boiling gravy. And uh, Garert, because you rolled a natural one, I rolled a percentile, and um, you fall out of the boat. So you are going oh. to be taking an additional. Give me, give me a sec here. It's a great thing I was readying then. Uh, guys, I have health potions in case Garert goes near death's door. Oh, I'm at I have lay on hands as well. Fortunately for Garert, I rolled five ones, uh, in addition Wait, to my two sixes and a three. Do um, I have to make a okay. save too? Yes, you have to make a deck save. Okay, I'm going to make it my deck save real quick. Let's see. Hopefully I get something. No! So, no. Garert, you take 20 oh, points of damage, in addition to the nine. Oh, oh. Ooh, that sucks. I Ouch. I got an eight. Okay, you got an eight, eight, so you'll be taking eight, nine plus. points of fire damage or crunken. Oh wait, I take an additional twenty. Oh. You take an additional twenty points of fire damage because you fall out of the boat into the boiling gravy. Jeez, I'm 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 at half my hit points. Uh, Neville, grab him, please. Um, uh, yeah, I, I study I, arms. I grab him and uh, hoist him up. Um. Uh, into the boat, and then when he gets out, I run my finger along him and then taste some of the gravy. Okay, so that's gonna be your action. 
Um, what, what's everyone else's action for? So, Garut, your action will be with the assistance of Namul getting back into the boat. There won't be a roll necessary for that um, because the two of you working in tandem, uh, you, you are able to figure that. So, no rolls. Um, Fang, Craglet, and a Kronken. What are you using your your turn, uh, your boat turn on while this is happening? I'm gonna need to rowing. Okay. I'll row as well. Go ahead. All right. Oh, wait, you, yeah, your... we're facing the opposite direction, right? You are no. facing backwards now. Ah. Um, and a Kronken, uh, what are you going to be doing? Um, I guess this time I'll perceive. You'll perceive. Okay, so... Um... Can we try and turn the boat around? Yeah, that's, I'm gonna, I'm, that's what I'm good. Well, actually, no, never mind. I okay. can tell you this. Yes, but one second, because we're going to resolve a Kronken's first, because it'll give you guys some uh, some details. Um, so a Kronken, roll your perception check to uh, to try and perceive which way that the... Uh... Let's see. Uh... The boat Five. should be heading. Seven. Not the smartest. Or... I can't see that well. I got seven. You got a seven? Okay. It's really hard to tell. You're moving backwards. A lot is happening. Um, you don't really know. Wait, okay. Um, Bang and Craglet, um, you guys are actually both already thinking on the same page. You guys both turned in a right, um, which with just the two of you, that will be, we'll, we'll have you guys use that um, to get the boat turned around, which actually provides the perfect amount of stall time so that Namul can pull Garut outside. And Namul, you run your finger alongside the gravy and put it in your mouth and it burns, it hurts. It's it's boiling gravy. Um, and, uh, you actually, Namul, you take two points of fire damage <laughs> as first of all, it's burning your finger and then you're like, ah! and then like, it, it burns your mouth too. Um, but just just two measly points because it's it's a very small amount of gravy. Okay, that's going to bring us to our next boat turn. Um, a Kronken, you are back to being at the front of the boat, so you can make uh, your perception or ready um, if you'd like to. Garut and Namul, you guys are both back in rowing positions. Okay, I'm making my perception. We gotta get a better one. All right. Oh, this is better. Sixteen. Six with a sixteen, you can see that it looks like. Um, the, uh, the arch of the river goes to the right, but you do see an embankment on the left side. So, so the whole of the tunnel turns to the right, but it looks like you wanna land on the left side after the, after the curve. So rowers, take that information as you will and submit your rowing. Oh, this is, this is my favorite part is when you guys are <laughs> entering in. <laughs> okay. Wait, what did he perceive again? That uh, that it goes to the right, like the tunnel turns to the right, but then you want to land on the left side um, of the tunnel, if that makes sense. Uh, there's the boat. The tunnel goes this way, but you want to land right there. You guys did it perfectly. Again, we got two rights, a fast and a left, which is exactly what you needed to uh, to navigate this perfectly. So oh, well nice. done, you guys. Give yourself a pat on the back um, because without collaborating, you guys landed perfectly. Um, 
after your little mix up of running straight into the wall, <laughs> you guys recovered greatly and the boat rests up and, uh, and pulls to a stop. Um, you see in front of you a door. It's not just an open cavern, but um, next to the beach, there's this big, tall, wooden um, door that comes up to an arched. Crag, Craglet, I need some healing potions, please. Uh, um, when you buy healing equip, healing potions and starting equipment, uh, what what level of healing potion are there? Um. So I told you you could have anything that was for sale in the player's handbook, in which yeah, they are just, just the, the OG italics. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure that's just your standard one. Isn't a standard yeah. healing potion two d four? Yeah, that's like two d four plus. Yeah, I think it's two d four plus. Yeah, um, I'm a no, little I, sorry. I don't have my books on me. It's two d four plus two. 2d4 plus 2. We'll, we'll go with those being the ones that you purchased. No, they should have been 50 yeah, gold I pieces will, a piece. Yes. Yep, that's the one then. I will hand him one healing potion. Mighty generous of you. <laughs> wow. Thank you a lot. Um, I'm not going to waste those things that are worth a lot, you know. Yeah, Almost as much as my two whole pounds of saffron. All right. Go ahead and heal up. And uh, you guys are on the beach, and uh, as much as you can call an inner cave landing a beach, um, that's what you're on. And, uh, and there's this big wooden door in front of you. It looks pretty sturdy. Okay, I'm going to can I run up to it and try and kick it off its hinges? Yeah, I will attempt you to do can. the same thing, not knowing what Fang is doing at the moment with Spiky. Okay, I... Nice. I regain um, eight hit points. Nice. Sweet. I go okay, over to uh, the... Okay, both of you... Um, I go over to the door and just knock on it. Okay, so three of you are going up to the door, one of you is knocking, and two of you are knocking with force. Those of you who are knocking with force, go ahead and make a uh, make a, a strength check for me. Or an attack in your case, Craglet, because you are using your weapon. I got a critical fail. Nice. We'll get to that in a second. 17. 17 on your strength check. Okay. Um, unfortunately, this is a pretty sturdy door. And Fang, you go up and you try and kick it off its hinges and uh, you, you land what would be a solid hit. Like as far as technique and form, if you were to bust this door off of its hinges, that would have been the perfect way to do it. However, uh, this door isn't gonna budge like that. And so you kick it and it kind of hurts your leg. You don't take any damage, but it's definitely like kind of stiff. Um, Craglet, you run up and uh, you actually, you go to swing and uh, you kind of get, where you're about to hit is right where he's about to kick. And so you like, you hesitate for a second and instead just like kind of barely tap it um, with your, with your, with Spiky cause you don't want to hurt your friend. And then we'll just like... Nice little knock on the door. There's, there's, there's no answer. 
I'm gonna try to hack down the door with my great axe. I love how none of you tried the doorknob. Um, go ahead and make an attack with your great axe. <laughs> wow. I just realized that. I mean, something is locked. We are a party without a rogue. What to do? Okay, for attack, I got in 28. All right, that, that will hit the door. Um, doors have pretty low armor class, it turns out. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage against the door. Oh, dang. Okay, um, 17. Oh, sorry, 18. 18, 18 damage. 18, nice. Your great axe embeds pretty far, and, and it kind of creaks. It doesn't bust all the way through, but uh, you think maybe if you did that a couple more times, you might be able to bust through. And I divine smite the door with my sword. Dude, it's a sword. You don't. Yeah, yeah. You, one does not simply whack a door with a sword. One does not simply whack, so whack a door with a sword. Never mind. I will rescind that attack. Hey, I whacked a door with an axe. You could axe just like jab. A sword at... is a sword. You could just like jab at the door. I don't want to yeah. break the sword. <laughs> I stabbed the door. <laughs> right. You hacked like with an axe. Um. Anyone else, anyone else trying anything? Um, Actually, if we all, it's not, a great axe, right? If we all just like use the great axe, just poking with the great axe, but we all kind of like, all us barbarians just ram through the door like with it like a battering ram. That might work. Or we could use you as a battering ram, Craglet. Um, <laughs> I'm the right size. No, I'm three, I, I'm not long enough. Um, I take out my great axe and just sort of like ram it into the door. All right, go ahead and uh, and I'm not gonna have you guys roll the hit because it's a giant door, but Namu will go ahead and roll your damage against the door. That would be eleven damage. 11 damage. So with the uh, with the com the combination of Garert kind of softening it up and, and splintering a little bit, Namul just really finishes the job and there's a nice gaping hole now. However, um, you guys were not very stealthy about this um, and gave a lot of warning to the other side. And so as soon as it opens up, um, a lightning bolt gets shot through the door, striking both Namul, Garert, and Kraglet. Oh, great. Um, so I need uh -huh, you guys to make dexterity saving throws. Oh, no. Well, luckily, I didn't do anything like that. Um, 14. Can I just, can I just look at the door on the lightning strike and just phase and all the... Um, wow, that was amazing. Okay, I got a... Uh, oh, yeah, 25. <laughs> Now okay, the uh, the DC uh, to to only take half damage is 18. So if you rolled less than an 18, you'll be taking full damage. So high DC. Nice go, nice go see, go cheat, There's going to be 31 points of lightning damage. Um, if you succeed, that'll be rounded down to 15. What save do we need to make? Oh, you need to roll an 18 or higher. Wait, 30 what? what? 
On a deck save? On a deck save? Dexterity save, that is correct. It's a whole lot of damage, jeez. The lightning blast is also enough to... uh, A healing potion is not a reaction. Um, Ah, So we will will be entering initiative, and uh, you can do that uh, as an action Um, on your turn. Um, because so, this fight is starting. <laughs> so how much did you yeah, need to roll? How, how much did you need? 18. All right. And I failed. Okay. You fail. You take 31 points of lightning damage. Oh, geez. Uh, I'm at half my hit points. So. I'm at less than um, half. And the door is fully burst open with this, with this just wave of force and splinters are flying around. But now you guys have a better view into the opening. And as we are going to be rolling initiative here um you guys look inside and what you see is you thought the blood raiders were bad this turkey is huge it's about the size of a horse it has it's where its eye sockets should be just lightning is kind of shooting around um and like kind of like poking out every randomly at like different intervals its wings are completely blue and electrified as, as it is kind of standing up, holding itself up tall, um, probably reaching up a good like 15 feet into the air. There are two pedestals similar to the ones that you saw in the green bean cave, but they're actually arcing lightning into into this turkey. It doesn't seem to be moving and it seems that its chest cavity is actually open and where its heart should be, there's just this orb of moving like thunderous energy. Um, Could I cast Dispel Magic on the turkey? Uh, so roll initiative, and we'll and then we, we'll, we need, uh, we'll get to what we're going to do. We need to destroy the orbs first. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, eighteen. Not Seven. twenty, because I rolled with advantage. But what's your dex? You still add your dex. I oh, know. Uh, I mean, Fang. You uh, I rolled fang, a yeah. net twenty. So okay, what's you your dexterity? Wait, what? For what? For, for What's your uh, dex modifier? Um, three. Okay, so you got a 23. Fang, what's yours after modification? 21. I got a seven. Definitely and not- a Kronken? Let's see. I need to roll a dex save? No, 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 this is initiative. I will. I want to use my light crossbow. Wait, no, it's it's not your turn. No, 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 roll, roll, roll initiative. <laughs> okay, okay, there we go. Sorry, I got confused. Okay, roll initiative. No, oh, I got a decent roll. I got fifteen. Fifteen, nice. Better than seven. Excellent. Okay, so Namul. Um, seems that, that that lightning shot kind of got you ready to go and you're you're the first one to be able to make it through the door. What are you going to be doing? <clears throat> um I don't have anything that can like do lightning damage, so I guess I'll try Can I try jumping on the back of the giant turkey? Yeah, so it's about uh 30 feet into the room. Um, but you can run in, but you'd have to, so it's, it's facing you. So to get to its back, you'd have to actually like move around it. Um, and you'd have to pass through that lightning arc. So up to you, if you really want to get to its back. 
Um, I try sneaking. Is there any like coverage or something, or is it just an open room? I don't think we can sneak at this point. Wide room, yeah. Sneaking is kind of a kind of not an option here. He knows you're here because you uh, you knocked, yeah. banged, kicked, and then smashed his door open. So he's kind of ready for you. <laughs> he um, like, knocks the door down and then like tiptoe in so he doesn't see you. <laughs> I, I run over to the side of him. Okay, so the, he has one of these pedestals on each side about 10 feet away with arcs of lightning shooting from them to him. Here's an idea. Toss the orb of lightning at him. Oh, okay. I tried tossing the lightning orb that I collected. Actually, you gave me the lightning orb. Oh, dang it. I, I toss him a fire. I, to- I throw a fire orb at him. Okay. You throw this glass ball at him and uh, it melts as it gets near him, it gets absorbed by the lightning energy and just turns to goop and drizzles on the ground. Turns to goop and drizzles on the ground. Oh, great. Uh, Gert, now might be a good time to start throwing that alchemist's fire. What does it mean to fire? Anything else from you, Namul? Used your action to throw. Can I try? Any bonus Um, action? Am I able to, like... Try and break the pedestal, like not the orb, but like the pedestal with a great axe. Sure, we'll say that you throwing the orb was your first attack, um, and mm-hmm. we'll let you make one attack with your great axe against the pedestal for sure. Go ahead and roll like the pedestal that's holding up the orb. Roll mm-hmm. attack. Yeah, and it's a very low AC, really. Unless you roll a natural one, you should be able to hit it. 17, so that will hit. Yeah, the pedestal is not good at dodging. You go ahead and hit it. Roll damage. Uh, 13 damage. Okay, nice. Um, have you ever hit a rock before with a sword or a great axe? No. Or like a boulder? Yeah. Um, so... Um, are you a baseball player at all? Yeah. Have you ever hit the ball wrong and had it like kind of like ring up your arm and like send that really funny feeling and like kind of almost hurt when you hit it? Yeah. So you get that hardcore as your great axe just hits solid stone. Um, and you see your great axe, it, it, it doesn't actually ruin the effectiveness a little bit, but you see it kind of like dull out a little bit as some sparks fly. Um, and it seems that that's, you, you, you gather, even without a roll, that that might not be the most effective way to continue. But that'll be your turn, and that will bring us to Fang. Yo, I am going to cast Dispel Magic in the middle of the turkey. Dispel Magic on the turkey. Yep. All right. Uh, go for it. Make your roll. <laughs> What could go wrong? Yeah. Uh, nat 20. With a natural 20. Ooh, interesting. So I need to think about this. So I need to read Dispel Magic really quick. Yep. 
Well, technically, dispel magic's only supposed to work on spells. But... On spells, yeah. So spell-like abilities, I think, work a little bit differently. Um, I mean, it was able to turn off the orb. Sure, it's only spells. It was able to. I'm reading it right now. Okay. For each spell, yeah. Um, So, oh, um, you know what? I know what this will do. Um, so you do see that it looks like the turkey was charging up for an attack, and um, that stops. So you you are able to end an ability. Um, so it, it does only target spells, but um, it was actually going to, uh, it was about to use a legendary action um, to uh, to cast a, a spell. And so we'll say that you you dispel that with with ease, and so the charging kind of stops, and the the lightning is no longer arcing towards him. The uh, the orbs are still there, and they seem kind of tethered lightly, but there's no longer the strong, powerful arc, and you are able to stop that. So next, anything else on your turn? Any bonus actions or? I'm gonna run up movement? and uh, hit the turkey in the leg with my sword. Um, so you you use your action to cast a spell. Um, you cannot make an attack in the oh. same turn. Yeah. Okay, uh, I'm just going to uh, I'm gonna dash over to the right hand wall and end my turn. Okay, excellent. Uh, when you reach the right hand wall, you realize that at this point you're about 15 feet away from the uh, the right hand orb. So that's kind of giving you dimensions of the room. Excellent. After you is going to be none other than Turketh Von Kell, um, who is going to, on his action, uh, that legendary action got reversed. So uh, he's going to make a few lightning strike attacks. So the first one's going to be against Namul, because Namul is closest. So Namul, does a 10 hit? I don't think so. The second nope. one will be on Fang, Fang, does a synthetic 20 hit? Yeah. All right. I'm going to get my dice out for this attack. That's going to do 12 points of lightning damage as, uh, as he waves his wing. And lightning, actually, it comes out of one of the orbs that's closest to you, so the one on the right. And it just strikes you really quick for 12 lightning damage. Um, and you see that his uh, when he when he strikes, his eyes kind of flare out a little bit and just get a little bit more potent. And the last one he's going to make um, through the door at uh, Craglet. You are within range. Duh, yeah, that's mm -hmm. going to be a hit with a twenty-three. I'm assuming. Let's see, a mad AC, um, and that one is going to be eight points of lightning damage. And again, his eyes kind of. Uh, get just a little bit more vibrant as he uh, as he does that. That's going to be the end of his turn and bring us um, to Craglet. Um, I will first of all enter a rage. I think that's the obvious course of action, <laughs> and because I think everything he has will hit me and I don't seem to have the best luck with dexterity saving throws, I will actually enter a frenzied rage. 
and I will, yeah, go straight at him and whack him with my multi-attack. All right, go for it. Uh, <laughs> nat 20 and a 17 plus 9, because they both have advantage. Um, that is, <laughs> yeah, nat 20 and something really high. 24, I think. No. 26. All right. For your critical, roll double the damage dice. <sighs> uh, will that double ability modifier, too? No, it only doubles the amount of dice you roll. Okay. Um, it doesn't uh, any any innate damage does not double. Eighteen for the critical, nice. and ten for the non-critical. Nice, you get you get. Is this uh this is with your special weapon? Spiky. Well, it's Spiky. not actually a special weapon. It's just uh. Big meat mallet that I use the mall rules for. It's special to you. Um, so you take yeah. your uh, your <laughs> your meat tenderizer and uh, <laughs> you start to go to town on this turkey. Um, he seems to sustain it pretty well, but you definitely landed solid and true. Um, and it definitely looks down at you menacingly. Um, and uh, at the end of your turn, he's actually going to take a legendary action because um, he got the first one stopped, but uh, he will go ahead and use the second one. Um, and he's going to cast a ball of lightning at you. Um, he does so at disadvantage because you're within melee range. Um, wouldn't that just cancel and, uh, out? Because he had advantage against me. Wouldn't that just cancel out? Oh, you did a reckless attack? Okay. Um, well, either way, uh, even with disadvantage, he was gonna he was gonna most likely hit with a twenty-two. Um, so you take no damage from this, but you are paralyzed until the end of your next turn. All right, that's gonna be the end of his legendary action and bring us to the next. Um, sorry, did you have anything else to do on your turn? I I may have done that out of order. Or was that the end of your turn? Okay, so you are paralyzed until the uh, till the end of your next turn. And that's going to bring us to a Kronken. What's good, a Kronken? Okay. Um, what kind of creature is this turkey? Because I want to know if it's like a demon or something. Um, how are you going to try and discern this information? Are you going to cast a spell that like reveals information about, um, I like detect good and evil? Has just look. I mean, it looks like a lightning turkey. That's that's kind of all you all you know at first glance. Okay. Um. If it, I'll just attack it then. I'm not sure if I should do a lightning attack necessarily because it's a lightning turkey. It could strengthen it. So, I. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to. Am I close enough to touch the turkey? Uh, right now, so you start with your turn outside of the door. So you'll have to move 30 feet in to uh, to get okay. close to the turkey. Okay. And you see Craglet just standing transfixed, um, unable to move right in front of the uh, okay. turkey. Okay, then I'm cow. going to cast, I'm going to cast Guardian of the Faith. Oh, nice. You want to read out what that does? 
it adds plus 20 to any damage roll, I think. Plus it just 20? Plus 20. Plus 20. Yeah. Oh, Guardian of Faith. That's uh, where you, you create a large spectral guardian, and it, it appears and hovers in a duration for an unoccupied space. Um, if okay, a creature so that's have... hostile to you moves within the space, within 10 feet, it must succeed. So are you going to put it within so that it's like right in range of him? Yeah. Okay, so he'll go ahead and make his dexterity saving throw on his turn. So you, you set that up um, with your action. Nice. And uh, there's no concentration required on that one. Um, and it's like, I need to take out my, uh, my headphones. They're dying. We can't hear you now. Okay, how about now? Now we can hear you. Okay, nice. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so that's your action. Anything uh, for a bonus action or movement? Are you moving in closer? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll move in closer so then I can maybe cast Inflict Wounds. Okay, nice. How, how close are you moving in? Uh, he's 30 feet. Um, I think I'll try and move maybe like 15 feet. I don't want to get too okay. close. You die. have the distance then. Nice. I'll just go 15 feet. I'll move forward 15 feet. Groovy. Will that be your turn? Mm -hmm. At the end of your turn, he will go ahead and take another legendary action. Oh, no, he can't. He already he spent all of his legendary actions. Nice. Nice. That's going to bring us to Gert. OK. Um. I, wait, I'm just going to, hmm. is there any way to get around the lightning? Can I tell if there's any way to get around the lightning? Uh, it looks like the, uh, so the, 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 the far wall um, is about 10 feet past. So you could maneuver yourself around. Um, what's your movement speed? 30 feet. 30 feet. So you could get to the side of one of the, uh, of the pillars on this turn. You couldn't get all the way around it unless you went through. Is there any way to get like around and then so hit him, or no? Stop it! Not with thirty feet of movement. You'd need to okay. spend a couple of turns doing that. I'm just gonna shoot. What's his name? Turkey's von Kell with my okay. heavy crossbow. Nice. Gert pulls out a heavy crossbow and starts unloading. Are you staying in the doorway or are you starting to move in? I'm starting to move in a little bit. Okay, nice. So you move in. And I'm going to cast Hunter's... Uh, first, I'm going to cast... Uh, what does Cordon of Arrows do? Arrows, it's a... There, but... It shows the transmutation spell that... Um, puts some in the ground. It's like kind of like a trap. You plant them oh, in the that. Ground. And uh, they Dang protect it. an area, so it's. I thought it was something else. Oh well. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna cast hundred. I'm just gonna hunter's mark, then, because I'm out of third level spell slots. Yeah. All right. Hunter's mark, and then shoot him. Nice. Go ahead and roll the hit. Oh, great. Um. That would be a 12. 
not gonna quite make it. It looks like it's almost gonna be a hit, and as it's heading right for his chest cavity, and you see that it goes through, and it's actually like there's part of him that's missing, and it goes right straight through him, and it doesn't seem to have any effect. And a heavy crossbow has reloading, so I believe you can only make one attack with it, unless, do you have crossbow expert? No, I don't. Okay. Um, so you did your bonus action, your action, and movement for your turn. Oh, actually, that... I get a multi-attack, though. I get, so... But I can't You're use... holding a two-handed weapon right now, so you'd have to stow it and then draw something else. Uh, when you attack with a heavy crossbow, it's kind of what you do that turn. Oh, okay. All right, so that will bring us to the top of the round with Namul. Are you still with us? Um, leave soon. Yeah. Can I go into a rage? Absolutely. Um. Can I? Can it be a frenzy rage? Of course. So that makes it so I can do an attack. Do a melee attack next round as a bonus action, correct? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm going to run up to the Turkish Von Kell and do two great axe attacks. Nice. Go ahead and roll to hit. The first one is... The first one's 25 to hit. That's going to hit. And um, the second one is 19. Also a hit. So go ahead and roll your d12s. Um, that would be a damage total of 30. Nice. You just go ahead and start hacking into Turkith Von Kell, and uh, you, you find that even though the chest cavity is open, you can hit on either side of it, and uh, he definitely takes that damage. Anything else on your turn, Namul? Um, that's it. Okay, it's a new round, so he is going to take a... Uh, a legendary action um and you see that he starts charging visibly so that that arcing is is coming back into his body again very much like it was um beforehand um and that's going to be his legendary action um he seems to be charging for something kind of big um which is going to bring us to next in the initiative order which is fang okay i am going to Get out my sword, charge for the turkey, hack out his leg with Divine Smite. Nice. And remember, you can declare Divine Smite after the attack hits, just in case you miss, so you don't have to use it yet. Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh, I'm not going to declare Divine Smite. I'm just going to attack. Nice. Holy crap. Uh, 22. Yeah, okay, so now you can declare a Divine Smite and uh, declare exactly what level spell slot you're uh, using for it as well. And I have to use a level two. Yeah, level two spell slot. 
All right, and um, you get to roll an additional d8 because he is a fiend. Oh. So uh, you get you get the uh, the two from the uh, the level spell slot and an additional one plus your weapon dice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Sixteen. Sixteen damage. As this light emanates, uh, a Kronken, you were you were curious before whether or not this creature was was fiendish, and uh, it seems pretty clear now that it is not liking the radiant damage, which is usually a pretty decent indication that there's something either devilish or demonic at hand here. Um, either that, or it might be undead. Uh, but you you do notice that that the radiant damage is is um, it's definitely uh, having a go at it. All right, at the end of your turn, that's going to bring us to none other than Turketh Von Kell. So it's going to all happen in this order. First, he's gonna make the dexterity save against the Guardian of Faith, which he gets, let's see, what's his dex? He gets a 14. What's your spell save, DC? What's my spell save, DC? Yeah. Um, so, I... wisdom plus proficiency bonus, plus and then, eight. yeah, well, plus eight. Plus eight. That's right. Thank you. Okay. So your proficiency. What, what's your What's your wisdom? My wisdom is plus two. Plus two. Okay, so that's going to be fourteen. So he just succeeds. Uh, so he doesn't take the full twenty points of damage. Um, he takes ten points of radiant damage. Um, definitely not liking that radiant damage, but um, does ten. So your guardian of faith still has fifty points left to deal, um, as long as it stays there. But as uh, also, you guys remember, he was charging as part of his legendary action. Um, and uh, what happens is there's a crackle and kind of a, a blast as he uh, he teleports 40 feet. Um, and he's going to cast Lightning Bolt uh, at fifth level. And it's going to intersect with Namul, um, Fang, and Kraglet. You guys are all in a line together. So go ahead and make Should your Should we just be done because uh, Namul had to leave? Don't worry, I'll be I'll be rolling up for Namul. Uh, I'll, okay. I'll take this. I, I was able to get kind of a decent rundown of his stats. So uh 19 for the dexterity save. Nice. Oh. Namul got a natural 20. Um, oh jeez. And uh, 15. I'll, I'll show you guys this. I have never seen this before in my life. I rolled all ones on my d6s. <laughs> I just rolled. Oh, man. Uh, so 10 points of lightning damage uh, if you rolled <laughs> less than an 18. But if you rolled an 18 or higher, uh, you're going to take uh, that reduced to five. That, whoa. That is so we took six. Six damage. Some lightning bolt. 10 yeah. or reduced to five if you succeed. Uh, wow, that was, that was, wow. That was 
I was supposed to kind of, you know, maybe take a few of you out, um, but uh, guess I'm, guess I'm not. Um, so that's going to be his action for the turn because that legendary action uh, pre presets him to uh, to go ahead and cast that. So that's going to actually end his turn. Um, he uh, so he moved only twenty feet away, um, so he is now still within uh, within the range of each of you guys, and that's going to take us to Craglet. Um, you're paralyzed. Oh, so actually, yep. you automatically failed the uh, the deck save. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Um, but he wasn't able to critical hit you because uh, there was no hit. So the paralyze uh, will just keep you holding holding there until the uh, the end of your turn. Good turn. Okay. That's gonna Good bring turn, us to. Uh, <laughs> that's gonna bring us to a Kronken. Okay. Um, I got thirteen on the dice. Nice. So you'll you'll take ten points of the damage there. And uh, it's your turn. Okay. Okay, I'm subtracting the damage real quick. Okay. Um, how close am I to the turkey now? Um, now, so you you kind of moved in a little bit. He's uh, about twenty feet away from you. Okay, I want to try and like rush towards him so then I can cast inflict wounds i can't cast it to at like a pretty high level though but i can still cast nice it. right so you get up in range and ready the spell inflict wounds go for it roll your spell yeah I'm just, i just have to touch him and then does a ton of damage okay oh it's a lot okay. to hit i got 10 and damage i got 23. Right, so ten is not quite enough to hit, and uh, you're, you're not able to quite land it perfectly. So the spell does fizzle, um, and Turketh von Kell is going to be all right. Any bonus actions? Um, um, does anyone need to heal? I can, I can cast mass healing, but. Uh, I would not. I would definitely not say no to some healing right now. <laughs> but yeah. Me neither. Uh, I'm, uh, yeah. Okay. I'm at like a fifth of my hit points. Oh, I'm still at half. Oh dang. So yeah, I would not. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can. I can cast the mass healing word. Next. Go ahead and roll your mass dice. healing. Mass oh yeah. Would that work for me too, or? Um, unfortunately, since I've cast a lot of higher level spells, I can't cast any of any higher than this. But it was one d four plus two health, so you should get this to help. Let's see. Uh, so, three. how much do we heal? You get three health. Up. A total of three. Four, right? It's whatever you roll plus four. Yeah. Yeah. Three plus four. That'll be seven points. So to all of us? Yep. You're yep. going to have five targets, yeah. That's that's enough to hit everyone. Okay. Ruby. Sweet. All found a Kronken. All right, a Kronken. Uh, that'll be the end of your turn. And Garut, you're up. Okay. Alchemist's Fire. You bought uh, those for, you didn't buy those for nothing. Yeah, I'm starting to think I did, but... <laughs> Yeah, I'm just gonna hurl. I'm just gonna hurl some alchemist's fire at. Um, so you just like take a a, a handful, and chuck. <laughs> uh, no, just one, just one vial. 
All right. Um, and you don't have to roll the hit with that, right? Because it's an area of effect. So you just throw it and it does its damage, right? Um, it says, actually, it's a hit. It's a ranged attack. Oh, okay. Go ahead and, uh, and roll. Whenever it hits it, the sticky stuff lights on fire. Okay. Oh, nat 20. Nice. So yeah, why don't just roll roll double 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 dice? Why not? It's not a weapon attack. D four fire. Um. Yeah, it actually actually what happens is it takes a damage at the start of its turn. Oh, okay. So on its turn, it would take whatever I roll. Nice. Yeah. So roll that and keep those dice handy. Anything else on your turn? Okay. So it, it takes four damage, four fire damage at the start of its turn. Also, it keeps taking it unless it uses an, its action to extinguish the flames with a successful dex check. All right. Well, let's let's see what it decides to do. Um, we will come up to the start of the round, and uh, your friend Namul, he uh, he's eyeing one of these uh, one of these orbs, and he goes ahead and he takes his great axe, and he just brings it on top of the orb itself. He's in his frenzy. So the first one is going to be a hit. Let's see what he rolls with his rage. Ooh, that's going to be enough, dealing a nice, solid little 17 points of damage. He's going to smash the orb, and it's going to explode. And you see Turketh Von Kell seems to lose his link and kind of shrink down a little bit. That seemed to do a number on him. Uh, Namul is liking where this is going. Um, so he's going to run up and try to, ooh. and he, uh, he's unsuccessful in, in trying to attack the other orb. Uh, that's going to be the end of his turn. Oh, he gets a, an attack as a bonus action because he's in a frenzy. And I'm just rolling terribly. He's not able to make an attack against the other orb um, successfully on his go, which will bring us to Fang. Seeing how Namul is trying to smash the orbs, I'm going to dash across and smack the orb with my greatsword. Right, go for it. Roll to hit. Uh, 13. 13's not going to quite cut the dice. You uh, you hit the pedestal right next to it, um, and it, it, it kind of vibrates your hands a little bit. Uh, but you have an extra attack, yeah? Yeah, I do. Right. I'm going to smack it again. Um... Fifteen. Fifteen will be enough to hit it. Are you gonna smite the orb? Uh what? Are you gonna divine smite the orb? Just Yeah, I'm gonna divine smite the orb. Alright, choose your level, roll your dice. Uh level two. How many dice is that for just two? Yeah, it's this uh the orb is not a fiend or undead. Okay, uh thirteen. Thirteen, okay. As you swing your greatsword at it, it, it starts to crack, but it's still a little bit intact. But it looks like one more blow would be enough to take this orb out. Anything else on your turn, Fang? Uh, no, I'm good. Okay, excellent. That will move us along. Um, Turketh Von Kell is going to, uh, he doesn't like 
that uh, that this is happening. So he's going to shoot his ball of lightning, and uh, it's going to miss. So this ball of lightning is just going to fly right in between Fang and Namul uh, and just kind of fizzle against the wall. That's his legendary action. Um, but it is now actually, oh, his turn. Um, so on his turn, he's going to make some of those lightning strikes. Um, and he's going to make one against Fang, one against Namul, and one against Craglet here. Craglet does a 24 hit. Yes. Uh, Fang does a 13 hit. Thankfully, no, a 13 does not. No, and Namul does get hit as well. So Craglet, that's going to be 13 points of damage. And Namul is going to take 11 points of damage. I'll go ahead and keep track of that here. All right, and you guys might see that I'm speeding up. It's because we, uh, we I want to kind of wrap this up here. We can edit that out in post. Yeah, um, I also have to go in like five minutes, so. Um, so that'll bring us to next. Craglet, you're up. Excellent. I shall hit, um, yeah, I'm gonna go right for Turkish. Turk, Turk. Ah, uh, what was? Turketh von Kett. Yes, Turketh. I'm going to multi-attack and and use my the frenzy ability to go wham, wham, wham with my uh my ham my <laughs> spiky, and I shall um, attack recklessly for all of them. Roll your 60-20. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Glad I attacked recklessly. A 17. 18. And one more attack. Oof. 28. That's going to be two hits. All right. Um... Eight, 13 for the first one, Seven, 12 for the second. All right, nice. He's not quite at death's door. In fact, he still looks pretty healthy, but you guys have definitely noticed that you're taking a number on him. Well done. That's going to bring us to a Kronken. Sorry, I was just having issues with my mouse. Okay. I finally can unmute myself. Okay. I will roll. Let's see. What, do, what What shall I do now? I think I'll cast Inflict Wounds again. All right. Roll to hit first, and then if you hit, roll damage. Okay. Uh, oh, I missed. I got seven. Got seven. So, yeah, another failed Inflict Wounds. Any bonus actions? Um. Yeah, I can still cast the bonus spells, or I can... Oh, wait. Actually, I can... I can cast a cantrip at will as my bonus action. I can. If cast... the casting time is a bonus action. Okay. The casting time is bonus action. Um. Okay, never mind. I'm just gonna move. Okay, that's your turn. Yeah. Luckily. Oh. Dog. <laughs> All right. That's gonna bring us to Garut. Okay. Um. I'm just going to. Oh, wait. Huh. 
Uh, I'm going to throw a handful. I'm just going to throw a handful of alchemist fire at, at the turkey. We'll say that you can throw three just for just for fun. Oh, he don't. He didn't use his action to put out the flames, by the way. And he, he took the. So damage. it takes. So it takes that four damage. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, should I just roll attack three times or just roll attack? Just do a bundle. What? Uh, just roll once for the bundle. Okay. For all you hardcore D and D fans, I know that this is against the rules, but we're having fun. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I would have thought it'd be like once with disadvantage because it's kind of awkward to throw three at once. Twenty-two. We'll make it work. Twenty-two. Each vial strikes him, and uh, go ahead and roll. We're gonna do a cumulative damage, so uh, roll up all three together, and then have that number. That'll be uh, that'll be the amount of damage that it um, that it gets to. Wait, so it does less damage? Well, it does more damage because you get to throw more in a single turn. Um, but instead of rolling all. Because there's only so much area of the body that you can cover in this flame. Some of it does kind of, as you throw it in the bundle, it does kind of disperse a little bit. Because you can only be a certain amount on fire. You can't be more on fire if you catch my drift. <laughs> oh, well, that's three fire damage then. <laughs> Wait, Less. Really? Yeah. You rolled, a, you rolled a six total with all three of them together? No, I rolled a five. Wait, so that's actually two. So Less damage than I did the first time. What? How many dice did you roll? I rolled 3d4. 3d4. Okay, so he already has the active effect that we're going to keep on rolling. We'll continue to do the four damage. So this is going to be in addition to that. So an additional three, he will be taking seven. Well, actually two, because five halved. Round it up. Oh, okay. Round it up for that. So it'll be, it'll be the seven. Um, Good. Nice. Anything else on your turn? Um, can I throw another one since I have multi-attack? <laughs> sure. Why not? Okay, I'm going to throw three more. <laughs> Cooking this turkey. Go for it. Roll the hit. Oh, not so good. Um, let's see. 15. Yeah, that one's going to be a miss and it's going to shatter on the floor, making it oh, nice. man. Awesome trail of burning behind him. All right. That's going to bring us back to the top of the round in which um, Namul is just like determined to break this orb. And uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a hit. And a nice, decent amount of rage damage. The second orb shatters. And there's this cacophonous boom that echoes throughout the chamber. You guys. If, you, if it weren't so loud already, you'd need to like cover your ears as it almost kind of rattles you. Not enough to knock anyone over, but definitely enough. You guys notice that uh, that the lightning has diminished and you almost hear Vincent's voice in your head. When his defenses are down, throw the amulet on him. And uh, who, who's holding the amulet? I believe Craglet is? Uh, no, I am. No, I'm going is. to- oh, By the way, uh, Craglet's already kind of has hard of hearing from his years as <laughs> yeah awesome. yeah uh, i'm going to run up to the uh turkey throw the amulet on him oh, and uh, watch the fireworks a contested strength to get the amulet on him this is never good 
<laughs> What'd you get? Turketh Von Kell has a minus one to strength. And so I rolled a natural 13, which brings us to a 12. 19. All right. You are able to deftly avoid the flames and kind of open up the O-ring and throw it around the skinny little turkey neck of Turketh Von Kell. It lands on him, and he starts kind of crumpling before your very eyes. And Like, uh, uh, like in Raiders. Like, um... Like the Witch no. King of Mar when uh Oh that's yeah. what I was yeah. Yeah, like yeah, the Witch like King. The mask kind of crumples up together and uh you see no more Turketh von Kell in front of you. Instead, you see an empowered Andy that seems to have taken some of his energy and formed. You guys head to the boat and you sail through the Gravy River pretty adeptly now that you've taken out Turketh von Kell. You see turkeys cheering and rejoicing as their, as their terrible overlord has been vanquished and they can live freely as a peaceful species once again. Um, yeah, you sort of. Craglet's coming back here. Uh, blood ragers who they, they've lost that fiendish look in their eye as their, as their leader and master has, has dissipated and so has his control over them. You return back to the village where you see there's already a throwing a celebration as, uh, <clears throat> as your friend was able to, um, sorry, Erin, your friend Erin was able to return uh, safely with Vincent. Vincent is being knighted uh, with a sword on each. He's kind of looking kind of scared about it because he doesn't like the sword that close to his neck, but, uh, <laughs> but they're actually knighting him uh, for, for returning the, uh, the children back and they're, they're giving him a, a pardon. He will never be hunted again, him or, or his family. And as you guys present the amulet, the mayor holds it aloft and gives it a rub and immediately plates of turkey meat just appear all over the place. And um, I'll just describe what this magical item does. Is it still here? Because he made a dark deal, Turketh Von Kell made the perfect sacrifice. So when you place the amulet on him, it makes it so that once a year, um, the amulet can be used to create a giant feast with enough turkey meat to satisfy the entire village, meaning that there can at last be peace between the turkeys and the Isle of Nixorta. And that will wrap up our session.